take a sip and go get yourself some sick drip. I just started to rap a little bit. Go put some dip in your lip. Yeah, there we go. Thanks for finishing that. Welcome back to Beyond the Basement, the complete Attack Attack on on Titan Titan podcast. Mm. Very unified today. We are very pumped and also excruciatingly mad. If you're not familiar with us, (laughs) I'm one of your hosts. They call me Eric. This lady to my left. My name is Rachel. And and. Oh, you don't really matter. Anyway, moving on. That's Peter. Just kidding. Who are you? I was bequeathed by my great-grandfather <laughs> the name and the title and the lands of a gentleman, but but they do call me Peter, and bequeathed? I am here. Bequeathed. It's a word. He they know it. Dawned. You don't know it, but it's true. The name Peter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. That that was the heck of an intro. All right. So, I want to welcome everybody. Hey. To episode 75, this is the last episode of season four, part one. Obviously, this is familiar for all of us who have been watching the show for a while. You remember season three had a part one and a part two, mm-hmm. and they left it off on like a crazy like, cliffhanger. Now, there, like there could worse. be much debate on whether or not this was any kind of cliffhanger. <laughs> when it comes to cliffhangers, this was one. But in terms of Attack on Titan cliffhangers, yeah. this is like a low one, maybe two cliffhanger. Like you get the you get worse cliffhangers in season one of just a random episode. Yeah, I would agree, actually. <laughs> so here's the thing is my this this is my theory. I you gotta give credit where it's due. The, so wait, who was doing okay, somebody in the chat remember remind me, who was the studio who was doing Attack on Titan before um, before Mappa was doing it. Oh, Trappa. Slappa? <laughs> Kodansha's the publisher, I'm pretty no. sure. And then, but I can't remember the studio. Whoever it was, that studio did a great job of the show. Yeah. G- epic job of the cliffhanger. Like, everything Wit. was really, really Wit. good. Wit did it. Wit did That's right. Thank you, Narcopunk. Wit. So they did an epic job with the cliffhangers, but a c- terrible job with, like, the time frame, right? Like, they just waited, like, it was just forever in between seasons it even, was years. even in between season three that like little break there the the part one and part two right was pretty conservative it was about a year i, I want to say it was close to it oh look all of our chats telling us that we're really witty oh thanks yeah. guys yeah Appreciate very it. wit very witty Wit thanks, yeah. so they did a great job with it and now it's been handed over to mappa and as far as now with mappa i would say their animation and stuff like that i i almost prefer i think it's i think it's even better like they, they've they've upped their game in a lot of ways the production quality is very high but They've definitely messed up some things. Those two episodes that were named incorrectly that right. should have been reversed. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and then this this part, this part where they're like, yeah, you know, big cliffhanger part two's coming. Like, I just feel like they didn't put any effort into it because you remember season three. Yeah, the end of season three part one, it was like this big cliffhanger as, as it was, the, and then they roll the credits, and during the credits, it's like. Oh, oh my gosh! And it shows you a random clip of part two with it's like Aaron and Levi. Yeah, and, and they're all bloody and yeah. the sword and, and they're the like, throat. "Oh my gosh, what's happening?" And it was it was so good. It this was one really was good. Just... It it had me thinking for days and days, and like it made it a little easier to wait. Yeah. This yeah. time I'm just like, "What in the frick is even happening?" And now I don't know. Let me I tell just, you guys. I don't know. Let me tell you something about about is Levi promoting. Alive? Somebody okay. needs to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so upset. In in pro wrestling you have these things that you build up to, mm-hmm. right? They're called pay-per-views. And yes. you want to know why they're called pay-per-views? Because people will pay to people pay to watch them. Because <laughs> you want them to pay per view, right? Each time right. you watch it, you pay a certain amount of money. And so if you want these people mm-hmm. to buy in this on this product, 
you actually go and you give them a teaser. You give them just enough. You tease them. You say, hey, buy our product. Here's why you want to buy our product. Here's why you have to spend the money tomorrow night or whenever it's in in three weeks. You have to spend the money because you're going to get this amazing matchup that you won't get anywhere else. And you just tease them with just enough information. It's called the same thing with UFC or whatever, too. Exactly. It's called a go-home show in in professional wrestling. So you have a go-home show you give away for free, Mm -hmm. which builds so much. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. And then, then you you cut them off. You lose them with 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 just a little taste on their lips, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have to spend the money to buy the show in order for them to go watch actual thing that you want. They're dying to watch. I now, feel like right? all most most media general movies like everything's got to be like all right. We're gonna we're gonna wet your appetite here, yeah. and then yeah. we're gonna we're trying to do it the most intense way we can so that you're gonna be like I have to know, I have to see it, yeah. and I'm gonna pay to watch it. Drug which dealers is, do it too. First hits free. Did, did, they, did they really do that? Is that an actual First thing? First it's free. And then after that, you're <laughs> like, okay, dealers, I have to get more. You know, dealers offer deals? Do they have like Black Friday deals yeah, yeah, on drugs yeah. too? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know Manny down by the block? I don't. He's got a sick spring formal session sale. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Like a photographer? Yes. Uh, so anyway, the, it's like you have to, you have to wet your appetite enough, the cliffhanger does, to make you be like, I have to watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. That's why so many of us were deprived sleep on a Monday morning because we stayed up watching three more episodes on Netflix because we had to see the next episode of Attack on Titan. And here oh, yeah. I feel like this is low cliffhanger energy. This is like super low well, beta cliffhanger energy in comparison beta. to what... Because we, we kind of already know what's going to happen, right? This episode has already told us what the next episode is going to contain in a way because we know a fight's coming, right? They've, they've already told us a fight is coming and they've already told us, uh, you know... We we know we're gonna find out what's going on with uh, Levi and Zeke. We should we didn't do the recap, which I want to do really quick. Okay, let's do the recap. Okay, except for I don't have all the notes for the recap because I was busy putting together. All right, <laughs> all right. Pete's gonna recap for us so you remember what episode exactly we're on. Give us the give us the the uber fast short version. Just okay. give us the highlights. Yeah, let me just let me just recap this episode real quick. Um, so. A long, long time ago, there was a boy. His name was Aaron, and he was born into a world. He was born free into the world. Wait, just this episode? What? Just, just, this, this, okay, episode. just this episode. Okay, yeah. where, where have you been? What Sorry. is happening? This episode, 75, is uh, an episode where they start off. It's raining down. They hear an explosion. We hear, oh, no, there's an explosion. Thunder spears. Hanjay and Flock are like, let's go try to figure out what's going on. So they actually go right away. We see Zeke. He's like cut in half. He thinks it's going to die. A freaking random zombie like pregnant Titan runs over, opens up its insides, shoves <sighs> Zeke inside. So gross. And crawls away. We then pan over to um, inside and we see... What's the very first thing we see? It is You're supposed to have notes up for this. That's how you All should right. do it. Let me pull my for the record, I was making cool stuff for you guys, so I wasn't able to do our rewatch that yes. we normally do, so I could take notes. Was. Let me pull my notes up real quick. I'll Apologies. Okay. Um, I'm sorry if they are spelled wrong and don't make sense. Oh, mine never do. Then we go to the scene uh, where. Gosh, what's the next part of this episode? Okay, do you want yeah, me to do this? Jazz. All right, I'm sorry, you guys. Let me in a, do, in let a me crazy do this. turn of events. Rachel's going to do the recap. Okay. Let's let's hear it. So we start out with the rain, and we're on the road with Hanjay and Flock that. and all those guys, which he already said, obviously. And there's a sound, and they go to check it out, and then it switches to Zeke laying in the ground and the fat titan and all that stuff. Okay, so then Yelena's eating with Pixis and Anya Capone yeah. and they're at the table and they're acting all like casual, but really they're just insulting each other the entire time. And Pixis is laying down some truth and Yelena's just, you know, 
I don't know. I don't like her. Anyway, so then um, they discuss the different armbands that all the, Mar- uh, not Marlins, what? The LDNs are wearing and Pixis points out that that's just like Marley and Yelena. She said we learn from like, our we enemies. from our enemies. And then so dumb, he's like, like how to make more of them. You know, they're just like high school girls having a fight in the hallway. Like they're flipping their hair. Okay, well, anyway, not really. Anyway, so then let's see. Pixis picks up that there's more going on than meets the eye, which he always does. He's like that. Then the jail scene. So then they're, yeah, they're in the jail. And uh, Yelena seems to think that Zeke and Aaron are going to, are some kind of gods or something. Connie's angry. Connie seems like he's angry in this entire season, pretty much the pretty entire much. time. I and mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't blame him. His best friend died, so. Um, let's see. Then. Jean is there. Yeah. He's gets mad. He gets mad. Jean asks Armin why he and Aaron had a fist fight. Yep. Mikasa doesn't want Armin to tell him why, and then Armin explains. Jean says, well, if he is sane, then he has a good reason for what he's done. Um, so to me, that means he hasn't completely given up on him yet. And to me, Jean's a fool and Aaron's hopeless. At any rate. So Yelena we'll comes in at this point and she hails them all as the heroes of Shiganshina, which I thought was really weird and mm-hmm. acts all reverent towards them, which is interesting to me for several reasons. Um, so then she and the prisoners kind of have a heart to heart. And then she shoots her comrade because he's being a racist piece of crap. For good reason. <laughs> Um, poor Sasha's family. The Ross family is just has a front row seat to all this horror. You <laughs> guys are gonna want to watch the reaction episodes, by the way, to this one specifically. So Cody, you take a guess how we responded when he got shot. <laughs> I said some. I said things. I, I I think I regret actually, but nonetheless, it happened, and you're, it's on tape. So, so then it cuts to Aaron who goes walks in and refers to Gabby as "Hey, girl, who shot Sasha? Come with me if you want to help Falco." And she's not sure what that means. And then Pick just sl- casually walks in and stabs a guy directly in the throat. Like it's a, just a regular Tuesday afternoon thing to do. Um, and then her and Aaron have a very calm, eerie conversation. And she agrees to betray Marley. And he says, okay, prove you're loyal and point out your enemies. And Gabby's very confused the entire time and she doesn't know what's happening. So then... Um, Aaron, wait, hang on. Oh, Pick seems to switch sides and offers to lead them to the roof so to show where they are. So then Yelena finishes telling the people in the jail cell their plan. It cuts back to Yelena because right before this, it said she said, I'll tell you everything. And so she's telling them everything while this other thing is happening. So then Yelena finishes telling them the plan. John doesn't like it. He sees all the holes. Armin seems to be moved to tears and says it touches his heart, which disturbs me on a deep, deep level. F you, Armin. So then um, they all stop talking because someone runs in and says, there's invaders. Um, so they all start suiting up and they're wondering what's going on and if she's betraying Marley. So on the way, they they walk through this they like upper area and she lifts up her hands and says hi and all the guys are like oh she's little and cute and they blush and it's really funny (laughs) so then they walk up to the roof and Aaron has chained Gabby to pick so she can't transform without killing Gabby they talk about Zeke Um, she wonders what his special power is and why he can do things that no other Titan can do like they discuss spinal fluid and all that stuff there's much to talk about there so then um, she walks to the edge of the roof. Aaron stops kind of in the middle. He's cut his finger. He's bleeding. There's so much tension. Like you could cut it with a knife. And then Pick turns around and points at Aaron and says, that's where 
her the comrade enemy. is the enemy and Galliard pops out of the ground and tries to eat Aaron bites his legs oh, off bite your legs off <laughs> um then she grabs Gabby and gets out of the way right before that happens and Gabby's really confused and she's like what's going on I thought you betrayed us and then Pick says look up and Gabby looks up there's five airships up in the air meanwhile Aaron transforms then he looks up at the sky and then we go into the airship so we see Magath and Reiner up there and then it goes back to Aaron and he's like bring it on Reiner and that's the end okay so let's take this one from the beginning but before we do we have a thing I think there's something y'all need to see okay I'm we're so excited I wanted to kind of get us to get us into the groove a little bit here but but we'll be showing this tonight you're about to see a world premiere should we show it now or should we wait to the end? We have to show it now. Dude, we, we have can't to show keep teasing the can't, and I then can't hang we can't out. pull the carrot We're going to show you a quick trailer because here we are. We're in the last episode of, of season four, part one. I just want to show you a quick, quick trailer. This will be up on YouTube as well about what our future plans are for literally, well, I guess not next week. We'll be finishing season three. But in the coming <laughs> weeks, you're going to get you're going to get a whole new Beyond the Basement experience that you didn't know was coming. You got to queue it up. You got it queued up? Oh, the cat. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up the last episode of the season four, part one finale. Man, that was a banger of an episode. So, hey, thanks for sticking with us, guys. And I guess we'll see you, you know, whenever they drop new episodes for uh, season four, part two. So, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Ah, good podcast, you guys. That was good. Good job, guys. Honestly, great podcast. We've had a ton of fun. Really gonna miss you while you're gone though. What, six, eight months before any new episodes drop? It was a good run. Oh man, thank you so much. It's 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 been a great time. We've had a great time making this podcast and being able to connect with everybody. Um, it's been it's been four seasons, you know, and that's the thing is we're we're the same as you, internet. We want more content too. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants more content, but you, you can't make any more content. There's no new Attack on Titan episodes for six to... Uh, anyway, good job, honestly. Thanks again. We'll, we'll see you next time. Yeah, okay. There's one thing you should know about the internet. We keep moving forward until we crush our enemies. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> so there it is, my yes. friends. For those of you who are listening and not watching, uh, you missed, number one, you've missed the coolest thing I've ever put together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, we've put together some really cool stuff. Not everybody knows that we have some cinematography. Some, some film history. Some, this is true. Yeah, we've, we've, we've been at some stuff. But we're what we've decided to do is, so in the in-between, we've got, what, nine months or something like that. We're going to finish mm-hmm. OVA episodes. We're going to go through, we're going to finish season three. We're definitely going to, actually complete Attack on Titan. I want to make sure we hit everything there is to hit within the series. We're going to tie it in a nice little bow. Yes, but, but... We'll have plenty of time to do other things. We've got things. plenty of time to, to dive into other stuff. We've meant we've said this before. We love doing the podcast. <laughs> we're going to jump right into Demon Slayer, which is another popular anime that we like, that we're excited to get into. It will be a little different because it's probably not going to be as long. The show's not quite as in-depth. It's not really, but it's still an awesome show. But it's, exactly. It's still I've an awesome seen show. it twice. I'm excited to go through it a third time. We've got the 18 episodes. Hopefully, we've got the, the movie or whatever that that's should be due out yes. in the States at yeah, some I'm point. Yeah, I'm excited yes. for that. So, we, we're, like I said, the show's going to be a little bit shorter, but we like doing the weekly podcast. We're not just going to like leave everybody out to dry. So, 
We're going to hit Demon Slayer. We're going to do it hard. Um, we're still going to be doing game night. So we'll still be here. You can still come hang out with us on Sunday nights live, twitch.tv slash beyond the basement. But like I said, just making some alterations to the show. We've basically decided that we just like doing the podcast. We just like doing the show generally. And so, we're so long as there, yeah, we're friends. We like you guys. Yeah. And so long as there's an opportunity to like keep doing podcasts, kind of breaking down shows and just doing what we do, then, then we'll take it. And then who knows where we'll expand from there. But for the meantime, Demon Slayer it is, so we're really pumped about that. And uh, and hey, if you haven't seen it before, a now's a time. great time to yeah. start. You can go on that you journey with, with us. us. You could watch each episode each week that we do it, and yeah. there you go. Yeah, you can also binge. It's very binge worthy. I was gonna say I lost and sleep it's while not watching. That, there's no waiting around long. week to week for this if you don't want to. Yeah, it's not <laughs> so, that long either. It's not like we're gonna have to no. wait a year. It's like no, there's only like what 18 episodes, and they're all season two is coming out soon too. I well, think. soon, soon, we'll within this year, world. sometime. Well, anyway, I, I definitely binged the show during quarantine and lost sleep, and it was awesome. It's a great oh. show. It's a great <laughs> show. Eric hasn't right. seen it. Uh, much of you guys haven't seen it. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be good. fresh to it. We're gonna do it together, and then obviously we're open to, to new stuff. I, I always want to hear from people that what you guys actually want to see. So throw your suggestions. You can email us beyond the basement podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. With that said, let's jump into the actual first part of this episode <laughs> and episode 75 episode 75 we're still in attack and titan world here above and, and below. below and okay so great it, name it opens up where we left off and i gotta make my first comment here which is the rain so in mm-hmm. filmmaking there's kind of this like golden rule which is you you make it rain when you want there to be like sadness when you want there to be emotion this is a yeah. somber moment exactly there has to be this kind of like there's a certain sort of Peace. Like we live in the Pacific Northwest, so we go through rain all We're the very time. Somber. We're just emo all the time. Extremely. Yes, exactly. This is there's a reason Portlanders are the way and they are. And then in the summer, we all become hyperactive, crazy people. Yes, we <laughs> go completely nuts and get the sun tan. is up until eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, we have a lot of sunshine. That's true. So at any rate, but the rain, I'm almost positive, could. Well, okay, I can't say I'm almost positive. The rain to me points to a potential death. It's usually raining at funerals and film and cartoons and right. cartoons shows and anime and different things. You're There's, almost always seeing people with umbrellas at funerals. Yeah. Somebody's dead. I don't know what I has happened. I hope it's not Levi. I'm going to be so mad. I, I just, exactly. I don't Could know Could they just kill Flock? That'd be great. He's in the rain too. Yeah. That'd be, he'd be okay. I'm sorry. Okay I just don't like Flock. Our UK, our UK people un- understand us. And <laughs> Irish, Scottish, British. It's because we're all on the same plane of the planet. So yeah. We just get all the same weather. So, all right. So they cut to so they cut to Zeke, right? We don't see anything. Any, hiding your hair of Levi, which tells me. He's probably dead. He could be dead. The rain, he, he could be. I'm I not think Conjay's sure. going to find his body and it's going to be very sad. Well, I don't think he's going to be dead. I think he's going to tell he's going to tell them about the euthanization thing. Elena is telling them the folks in prison and I think Levi is going to be the one to be like, you know, mm-hmm. Zeke's got this plan or whatever. And cuz they don't know about it yet, but what right? Are, what are Levi's final Conjay? words going to be? Are they going to find him and he's going to say like you must stop the Titans? I don't know. Or is he going to say like keep those bunks clean you pieces of crap and die you know if this is how levi goes out um there's no justice in the world it it really is true but they don't show him here's the thing is they don't show him at all which is like not fair that's cliffhangery i'll give him a little cliffhanger yeah points for this one we we don't don't get to see his body we don't get to see him for freaking 10 months maybe yeah that's that's yes that ain't fair i don't get to know i'll pay child support i gotta see my my boy like (laughs) 
I, give me weekends. Give me weekends with yeah. Levi. Okay. Please. Weekends with Levi. That'd be a great spinoff show. It's just him like cleaning and telling people what to do. Just him with the friggin' Him wearing cadets. his his scarfs on his head and his face. <laughs> so cute. Okay, so Zeke, uh, Zeke has a few what we hope are fi- well, I hope are final words, and he says, you know, He's it's so quiet. The rain's coming down. It's going on the flowers and stuff like that. And it's just like, there's a little poetry happening here. So this happens in the show a few times where the it rain It seems comes. like he could there's die right rain now. Raindrops falling off of flowers. What's the scene in season, isn't it in season two where there's the rain happening and the clouds break and then the, what the heck? Chat, help me out with this one. I know there's a scene in season two, I'm almost positive, where the, where we, it's right, I think it's right before they reveal the Reiner Bertolt thing. Where it's a similar, it's a similar deal. Anyway, very poetic. Like I said, hopefully it's like a death. And what does he say? What is Zeke's words? He says, "Is you know, it's so quiet? Am I dying?" Yeah. The warrior episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. the warrior episode. So similar motif, where it's like this like somber moment, but it's supposed to be that way. I just don't know. Do you think Zeke is actually going to die? Like he says that, and then the then the well, let's just get to it. The pregnant looking Titan. So when when Zeke was being carried out of the woods, there was the Titan in the middle, mm-hmm. which looked pregnant, and then the Titan on the left looked very fat as well and sort of pregnant ish, and then the one on the the right was very thin. The flossy one. So the one that was the carrying him is the one that crawls out from the trees. And it's steaming because Levi did slice it up a little bit, but I don't think he killed that one. And that was not the one that Zeke ripped apart. That was the other fat one that he's ripped apart. And I was saying to Pete downstairs when you were up here doing stuff, it looks like that Titan has female features. Like its chest has, it looks like breasts and it looked pregnant. And I was wondering like, is that a female scout that was pregnant and got turned into a pure Titan? And maybe has some sort of weird superpower to fix Zeke because it's a pregnant pure Titan. I don't know. Like, is some perverse thing going to happen with Zeke and a Titan? But, like, the problem is... Is he going to be reborn and have 13 more years? Like... If she was... If she was really... What? What? I mean... If she was really pregnant, why would she be drinking the wine? Maybe she didn't know she was pregnant. Maybe she was in the very beginning and not showing and didn't even realize it yet. So, all right. So here's the thing. Who knows? We have to analyze exactly. So what happens specifically? What we do see, he's laying there dying. We think we're pretty sure that he's yeah. actually dying. He's even having this weird flash of some blonde kid. Yeah, yeah the little he girl. He sees a little blonde girl. girl. Okay, but I, With I weird couldn't eyes. remember. I thought that was the founder, Ymir. I thought you think that was Ymir. I think we've seen a flash of that particular person She's in the before, trailer. and I'm trying to figure out why because there's also another person that has red hair that's a little girl that we see but her haircut is different i think that no i'm almost positive because don't we see okay again chat help me out with this one. i'm pretty sure at the end of season three during the the aaron's like uh titan memories we see this little girl and then we see for sure we see her in the trailer that's why i know i've seen her before i'm like oh yeah she's in the freaking trailer because so in, i i had in figured the for this season the little girl that we see in the water and all that is a redhead Yes, but I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about that. I'm saying this blonde girl, the dress, the modern looking dress or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's definitely in it. I I know. I'm positive we've okay. seen her before because that's the yeah. So I don't know what he's seeing other than to say that like I think he's seeing the founder Ymir. I just that's that was my hunch. All I know is that like this. Sh- okay, this show keeps keeps you like 
keeps you going through some really large twists and transitions. Yeah. It usually come at points at which you're not expecting it, which is why for the longest time I've been predicting. I'm like, okay, season four, this Marley. I, I, here's the thing: is I've, been, I've actually been pretty close to right. I've like, I think this Marley thing is going to wrap up pretty quickly. We're going to go back to paradise. We did right, so we get we get there. And now it's definitely taking twists I didn't see coming. You know, the euthanization thing, all that stuff was was not something we predicted. However. I'm telling you for sure, whatever part two is, we're going to take another huge turn, a huge turn. And it's not just going to be, we find out somebody has another 13 years. I think there's going to be a, a, a like a major, like kind of ground shift in the whole story. My hunch is, is, is that it has to do with the Titan powers, the Titans itself. We're going to find something out about that. That's going to be yeah. kind of like revolutionary, sort of a big deal. And Probably I think should be that, saving this for predictions. Well, yeah, you're right. But yes. Yeah. If you've listened to other predictions, you would know that I've said this before. This is this isn't particularly new. I think that what Zeke sees here has has got to be something to do with where the where the show is headed. Yes. This little girl's got something to do. with There's it. There's so much they haven't touched on, and in terms of all like all of the strands that we have out right now, um, Mikasa, Armin, Aaron, Zeke in his plan, Aaron in his plan, Marley in their plan, the the Titan Shifters in their plan. Mm-hmm. All of those things are kind of come, about to come to a head right now or so we think um and so uh, those could all get wrapped up v- pretty quickly so they either need to like reveal there's deeper strands that we don't know about in order to, to ha- justify did you another, mention annie in that list i didn't mention annie but i, sh- I, I she's I, one i wouldn't say she's one of the, the primary like strands that right, we're thinking about right now yeah so like they need to reveal to us a bit more behind the curtain like they did in season one and two so we go oh that's what we actually care about yeah and then they've got easily another 15 episodes worth of content based on those things being fully wrapped up. Yeah. The stopping of all Titans, the the history of Ymir. We haven't seen anything about that yet. Um, how the world's going to be saved. Kind of those bigger, grander theories. Mm-hmm. Those have to come out. And if, even if, okay, say Aaron drops in, they fight, they beat, they're not going to beat Aaron, but they beat Aaron and they, they, I don't know, they eat him or something like that. That doesn't stop all the problems. The world's still going to want to kill all the Eldians. Mm-hmm. That doesn't solve the grander issues. So even if like a fight happens right now, Aaron just beats the snot out the story's of everybody. Not over. Story's not the over. The story of the Titans isn't over. And that, that's what I'm saying about this scene in particular is like Isayama throughout the whole thing. Oh, she's in the end credits. She's the girl in the end credits. That's right. Yep, yes. that's what it is. I knew yeah, it was something. Right. Thank you. So, okay, so maybe it's not the trailer. Maybe that's why She's I'm the saying. girl running through the flowers, right? Mm-hmm. The but white we, flowers. We don't see her face. Dang, can I, I got to say this for predictions. That Zeke's but I, I laying think, in. Oh, I care about Annie too. I just, that, that isn't the primary part of the show, but I, I, I do care. I want her to be awakened for sure. I almost definitely have a good guess as to who the girl uh, is actually already. Oh. I will say for predictions. Save for predictions. Yeah. All right. So we're going to continue on. So Zeke gets shoved inside of the gut. She doesn't eat him. I was like, oh, we were freaking out. We're like, I some thought, random titan's going to get the beast titan. I know. I was titan. like, some scout's going to eat him and turn into... Ah! But Here's then the I thing. was like, wait a second. That they, could still be the case, though. I don't think so, because he, Zeke, His turned all those in people titan. into titans, and he, so therefore he controls them. Yeah, yeah. he can't and kill he him. told them, like, he would be like, Save hey, me. don't kill me, don't eat me, even though that's like, it's like... I don't know. Maybe he's too weak to con- command it. But I'm why pretty didn't he just sure, eat him? It, it hurt sure its own his self. Command it hurts its own stomach. Save yeah. me. Like if his command to all of the Titans he changed was save yeah. me. I think he Then I think it would he, like, still be compelled to save him. I think he pulled a Tauntaun. He shoved him inside to get like additional healing powers mm-hmm. and it's gonna carry him off and rest or something, or it's gonna like he's gonna feed off of its body or 
I don't know. Something's going to happen. Maybe he'll only be like half of a Zeke for the rest of the show. That'd be pretty crazy. Yeah. I, so I said this before. All right. So we have to call back to this. So you remember last episode when he got taken down in the first place, we saw his jaw or what we think is his jaw, a little piece of flesh, whatever sort of twitchy, wiggle twitchy. as Levi was headed out with his body. That's weird. Then this this scene is, is as weird as it gets. The gosh, I almost wish there was more pure Titans. What, what if that was a chunk of that Titan that just crawled out of the trees? Like it regenerated? What if, what if when he tore that Titan apart He didn't he didn't he kill tore it. apart he everything but the nape. And that was the nape and twitching then it, and then it as it was regenerating. We know that something we saw something twitching, we were like, Okay, this is not over. Maybe that was the the remaining part of that one Titan. That came in and that put him came in and saved him. Okay, what we do know is that it's that's not normal Titan behavior to do this. Like the, the instinct is to eat, but Zeke yeah, has this like crawling too. It's not walking. No, well, it was jacked up. Wasn't we've it? we've talked yeah, about this before, steaming. where or they've mentioned this in this episode specifically that Zeke has the power to Zeke can draw out the founders founders uh, power. Mm-hmm. I have to wonder if his ability to to command the Titans do the things he can do comes from his royal line yeah. and that he does have some kind of knowledge. He has some kind of ability because of what he knows. He's able to channel some of the founder's power, which is to control the pure Titans that he maybe doesn't have it to his full extent, but he can a, he can transform people with the shout. Like we know he has like some extra knowledge. He has some extra, like something going on. And so he's uh, to me, we're for sure. He's, he, we're not done with Zeke. He's got more tricks up his sleeve. I don't think he's dead. But could he be maimed? Could he be? Could something be really wrong? Uh, absolutely. Could he be like partially brain dead for the rest of the season? Just zombie Zeke, like must. And and kill. here's the thing: is I'm not ruling it out. I really do think that he maybe he was like, yeah, I'll have this Titan save me like this, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And instead, a random person that we have no idea ends up with his Titan. If I had to make, yeah, okay, I say that. Or for it's like too. hosting him, and he talks through it or something. Oh, I would just say it doesn't make sense based on how Attack on Titan does things to have a major character like Zeke die off screen. It's not going to happen. He's not going to, we haven't seen the last of Zeke, whether he's going to make it out of this one alive or not. We haven't seen the last one. We're going to see some more of him. He's going to come back at the most inopportune time and screw everything up. That's what he's done this whole time. Okay. But what if let's go crazy. You guys, this is already prediction. Sorry. (laughs) I know. I I know. I have a prediction too that I'm like, I just thought of Zeke goes like, Oh crap. I can't fully regen my body. So I have to use the power of the founding Titan to like make a body together out of like animals. And he makes the, like the animal Titan, the, like the, the way, remember the whale and the, everything mm-hmm. was connected and there was like a whatever. And he like comes back as this like weird octopus thing, you know, <laughs> transformers. All right. It's very possible. <laughs> so right. Maybe something not quite like that, but maybe similar. Oh my gosh. So, all right. So we got to get to this next scene. So yeah, this Titan runs off with Zeke and stomach we don't see what happens to Levi the horse has chunks in it I guess we saw that the horse has like a, yeah. is impaled sort of so we know whatever it was is a bad accident it, and Levi the doesn't have the has been blown all the bits yeah and Levi does not have titan healing power so however this works out that's he it got is. flung through the air and we dropped we so. looked for him we didn't see any sign of him in this in this show in yeah. this episode so it cuts over to uh, everyone lined up against the wall the weirdest yeah. dinner party ever but before that or sorry well, yeah, during know, that yeah, it's, 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 I thought it's Hanche and uh, Yelena first don't they hear the thing no that was at the very opening scene they when the, they hear the explosion and they walk towards it yeah. and then it oh, cuts it so cuts I started off on, on the wrong thing yeah Hanje and Flock they hear it Hanji, we were like, Hanji, go. Like, you know, and they were like, oh, wait. She doesn't, She's a she prisoner want, of war. <laughs> but she doesn't want Flock to know that that's where 
Zeke is being held, held like by the in the woods. Yeah, and so. But what do you think? So, but they are gonna. They do say they're gonna head over there, don't they? Just the flock. Yeah, like, flock. Let's go, like, yeah, let's flocks, go that let's way. Head that direction. So they end up going there. But Hanja's like, "What do I do? Do I do I go like, oh my gosh, Zeke's over there. We need to go help him. Or is she, is she like, oh, hopefully you're okay, Levi. <laughs> you had to probably murk some kids. I want to check on you, but I'm gonna leave you alone because I don't want the Jaegerists to come after you or whatnot. But regardless of what she was thinking, yeah. Flock's like, we need to go check it out. So Flock and Hanjay and a few others are going to go head over that way, mm-hmm. which means we get the rest of the episode without Flock, and I'm okay with it. It's <laughs> true. So, Flock's Flock. When are, you're not a Flock fan? Uh, no, I'm. T- I got the tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Shinzo's Flock's is Flock. Like, yeah. Flock's Flock. Yeah, yeah. It's like Thug Life. Hundred percent. Yeah. Flock. <laughs> flock. So right. then, then it goes to the the dinner scene. Yes. But right as we see that, we also see a bunch of people being like lined up, like face the wall, padded down you know total authoritarian authoritarian state style it's hostile takeover the jaegerists are are a full-on hostile takeover which is so interesting for for a group that thinks they're all about one thing but they have no idea what their leaders are actually about like honestly that 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 sounds very similar to a lot of takeovers oh yeah no for sure that's something i like about the we say this all the time something we love about the show is there's like a lot of stuff that happens on there's a lot of like political intrigue and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but a lot of it mirrors real life even though it's taking place in this like kind of fantastical you know fictional universe but for sure this like military coup thing is very similar to real life where it's extremely hostile it's like yeah out with the old in with the new and if you don't despise the old and you can't be a part of the new you have to hate the old ways you have to hate the old stuff or whatever mm-hmm. and then in the process everybody's like yeah this is for the people and this is for all of us and this is for the little guy and we're gonna rise up and then what actually ends up happening the is the leaders are like it's actually just for us to have yeah. power and screw you guys <laughs> yeah the leaders hands. are like yeah we're gonna get rich and live fat and happy and it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be a banana republic it's gonna be great you you guys will suffer and we'll live we'll live yeah. luxurious lives so uh, there's that so that's sort of like I guess that's not a perfect analogy because not they're not they're not looking to be like well they might want to live luxurious lives maybe but nonetheless well, the point is that like the three people at the top have like an entirely different plan than everybody than even flock and all the people who really think that they believe in their yeah. cause. So they've got everybody lined up against the walls and it's everybody it's MPs it's scouts it's uh-huh. garrison it's they don't discriminate if you're in the military you're being lined up they're asking you questions and they're giving you armbands arm freaking armbands bro you want to can we stop with the with the armbands and the the racist stuff (laughs) so inside the dinner yulian is like oh remember when you told us we were gonna dine once again at the table oh it came pretty fast life comes fast doesn't it pixis and so uh she says i'm everything happened like i told you it would you you called back all the military to come to shiganshina and everybody came without, you know... Yeah, you told them not to fight. Yeah, we didn't fight. And now everyone's being disarmed and being labeled and everything's happening, you know, just as we said. So you should be happy, Z, you know, Pixis. And Pixis is like, I see how it is. And there's a guy right behind him. And he, he says, how, how could I disagree with you when I've got a gun to the back of my head? And there's a guy standing behind him who's like kind of shaking, who's got a red arm. He's like armband sweating on. and mm-hmm. stuff too. And and Pixis kind of narrates for us, and he says, "I see how it is. This guy over here, who's got like a smirk on, he's not shaking. He's happy. He's got a gun. He's in charge. He's got the white it's one. The white one. He's a Jaegerist. You Jaegerists proudly wear that white and armband. And the people like him who accidentally drank the wine, but now they're forced to comply. Otherwise, you'll turn them into freaking Titans. They're wearing red, right? And it's like I feel like those people are the ones that you're manipulating." But they're, but, you, but they're going along with the plan. But they're going along with the plan. It's like you have the people who wanted to join you, the people who resisted to join you, but 
decided to after after being persuaded, and then you have the black armband, the which people is the, who, the bad folks. The people who would resist you even if it cost them their lives. Now, mm-hmm. That's why they don't trust. They have to have a gun on them, you know, at all times. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, red, white, and black are the three colors. And he says, you know, only Shigashina would be safe because y'all could turn us into Titans at any moment, and we don't want the rest of our people to like suffer us exploding and you know eating everybody. So this was the best way to save the most lives. And then um, he says about all these arm armbands kind of reminds me of Marley. Kind of reminds me of your homeland. And Yelena smiles and is like, okay, we're like, like that's a good diss, Baldy. But listen, we can learn a lot from our enemies. Mm. And then Pix hits her back with such as how to make more, mm. how to make more enemies. That's what we can learn. Dude, it's so, it's so wrong. Like, so I don't really like this term because it gets just like, thrown out there but this idea of othering right is is to to like intentionally take a group of people and intentionally try and like form them into outcasts and you do so by visible signs right that's you know we've talked about this many times but like in season three where they first show you inside marley and the internment zones and stuff like that and they show you the armbands like total like vibes from ghetto so the word ghetto so we're clear the word ghetto actually is the german word is the ghettos where where the jews were kept uh, during World War II in Germany and in Poland and various places, you know, some in France even. Um, and these ghettos were like districts where like, they were like slums that they like forced like the Jews into and they had to wear armbands to identify themselves. They had tattoos. And so we were like, dude, Marley's so wicked. Like they, this is what they do to, you know, to LDNs like this. That's not, that's that ain't right. You know? And, and then fast forward to now. And so, all right. So quick question. Is Yelena an LDN? No. no, I don't think so. Right? She's 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 from another nation altogether that yeah. was like conquered by Marley. So it's so for her, I feel like it's it's no thing. She's just turning back. She's just she's not an LDN turning turning into a Marleyan. She's just another nation turning into a Marleyan, mm-hmm. and just going. You know what? You know it really worked for them. Yeah, this whole armband thing and and dividing everybody and like putting people in their place and 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 having these like visible signs and stuff. And it's just such a like. My point, part of the reason I'm bringing this up is because there's plenty of debate in this show, and there's plenty of room for debate in this show, by the way, for like morally or like ethically, like, okay, who's got this right? Who's got this wrong? But suffice it to say that the team that's that's armbanding people and forcing them to comply and all that stuff like that, they're the bad guys, for sure, okay? (laughs) Like... Maybe maybe the other other good guys or people we thought were good guys are also bad guys, but, but this team, Elena... They're the bad guys. There's just no question in my mind. I'm like, you're doing crap like this to people. There's no way you can be good, right? There's yeah. no, there's no way this is really working out. The, the the good side isn't the one that has to like use force to coerce people or line people up and like yeah, castigate them based right. on their like race or anything. <laughs> right, right, agreed. Um, Paris says LDA is the new Marley is the new LDA. Oh dang! Because <laughs> remember, LDA oppressed everybody so badly that Marley was like, we have to fight back, and yeah. they got the power, and then they oppressed. LDA and everybody else and then LDA is like we have to fight back by oppressing every wait a second <laughs> somebody stop this crap. it's the three Spider-Mans pointing cycle. at each other yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh Please. well yeah anyway continue sorry with the with the notes you yeah it's good roll. stuff so then uh, then she says okay but was it not your side who refused to side with us like we were your guests and he said yeah we failed to trust guests that served us tainted wine does that make us fools for not trusting you or wise and she laughs and she drinks some wine out of like a ornate goblet, you know, and she says, both fools and wise. If you had trusted us, the whole world would have been saved by now. And Pix says, wait a he second. He catches that. He catches that. The whole world? Because you guys said you were going to do a small scale rumbling that would buy us, you know, 50 years of peace and that would save the island, but the whole world? What do you mean, save the whole world? 
Um, she says, Zeke gave you guys plenty of time. Don't, don't answer him. Zeke is a God who will save the world and you have earned that God's wrath. And you get to, she is like, the crap it's literally a suicide cult. It's like, it's like so it's the cult vibes. The Zeke cult vibes are very strong. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about a few episodes ago, though. It's like, if there's a bad idea and there's no idea, people will go with a bad, bad idea. idea. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're right. I remember we talked about that. And, and so there's even, even to fight it. Okay. So there's or a bad plan. Like it, no plan is, or bad plan is better than no plan. Or people will gravitate to a bad plan rather than stick with no plan because yeah. right? people hate the uh, the, the ambiguous yeah, yeah. They, they want confidence they want someone to be like this is what we have to do and everyone's like yeah they're all together and we're yeah. part of something and it's like yeah. but wait At least there's a plan. but that's a bad idea oh what do you have a better idea well no I'm just saying that we should think about this because it's a bad idea we're like screw you we're going with this guy you he know? actually <laughs> has a plan which they basically say as much right last episode Flock says that about Aaron he's like oh he's a, we, he's a leader he's willing to make tough decisions yeah. like and and Aaron mm. said it to to um, Hanjay when he was like shaking her down like what you got a better idea I didn't think so right right so oh, kind of have this he's like go ahead and tell me you have a better idea please yeah. tell me you have a better idea it's yeah people will join a freaking you know death cult before they just critically think about a situation and don't have to agree with everybody else who's bringing yeah, next. It's definitely there's like a there's like a very like primitive part of our brains. We have like a, a like a Neanderthal thing somewhere in there that's like go with the crowd and like we just can't help ourselves sometimes. <laughs> I swear we, if we there must, was a Reddit like, thread right now, it's like, hey guys, a new cool thing is a freaking death cult where we worship this god and he where he's gonna euthanize everybody. We'd be like, that kind of sounds good. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what the frick? Oh yeah. No. So all right, the all right, what was I gonna say? I keep looking at my notes, which are incomplete right now. Um, so Pixis catches on and is like, what do you mean? Save the world. You, what do you mean? Like save the, save the whole world. And so this is our first indication. Well, no, actually we know, we know Elena knows the euthanization plan because she's the one who communicated it to Aaron in the first place. Aaron says mm-hmm. as much. And it's still weird to me. Elena in general, it's still weird to me that she's so, she's an acolyte. She's a Zeke acolyte, you know, and she's, she's, a, she's very worshipful. She's using this godlike language. It's, you know, the whole thing is, is weird. Maybe it's not weird because what we just said, like, okay, some people, this is just how people are. What if she's an Ackerman? I don't, Dude, I don't know. Maybe the Elena? way she worships him, the way she obeys everything he says, oh. it just occurred to me. Maybe she's one of the she's Ackermans like that's not to? on the Island. All I'm saying is that her fanaticism is, is, is believable, but maybe not fully like explained and I don't know if they will or I don't know if they'll bother to really take time with that like I think Elaine is just like she is what she is she's there but what I'm saying is that uh, she says this we would say the whole world and it seems to actually be a slip of the tongue normally she's pretty yeah, crafty but I think this true. one's an actual like accident so what I thought going into this episode was that the euthanization plan was going to be pretty much pretty, very private it was going to be very much just like keep it close to the vest the way that it has been so uh, the entire season so far like this whole plan has been extremely like no nah, we're not telling anybody we gotta we gotta play this player cards close to the vest and then here Elena is doing a slip of the tongue here and then obviously later she tells like the entire prison full of the non-Yagerist crew in front of Anya Capone by the way and he front, doesn't seem to freak out yeah he, he Anya Capone seems to know about it like th- this this plan is a little more widespread than I thought mm-hmm. and what I thought is that this like the threat of like finding out this plan was going to be like a ammunition so to speak like a used throughout like a plot device but apparently not because now it's just becoming like open knowledge at this point because 
the reason you I thought say somebody that, was going to be like, stop them. They're trying to eliminate everybody and euthanize everybody. Like, oh, no, our plan got revealed. And it's going to be like a, a, a sure. splintering or something well, specifically like that. With the, with the Jaegerist crew, right? So the Jaegerists are yeah. this group that's like, no, we believe in a new Eldian, a new Eldian empire. And we believe that the rumbling is what's going to secure our, our, our safety here on the island. And we're going to build this new empire. We're going to get revenge on Marley, and this is sort of like the common man's like view on things, and they, they all kind of fall into this Jaegerist category. And it seems pretty obvious to me that these people don't know. Like, actually, no, he just wants to make sure that none of you ever have kids again. He wants to make sure that none of you have ever future generations. You're all going to die alone, and that, and then that's going to end the end the Titans on the world, and and so be it. Which uh, is it, Jean? We'll get to it. We get to it. But he's like. There's no certainties. Or is it, or is it here? Or is it's it later on. So she's, she's about yeah, to explain it, Jean, it in the in the later. cell. Yeah, it's Sean. At any rate, Pixis catch on, catches on to it here, but and we don't get any more at the table. Yeah, we don't get any more at the table. I'm, I'm, all I have to say that like Pixis is still part of this group that doesn't know about the plan. I don't think. Yes, he yeah. knows something's up, it but might, he doesn't know that she might have revealed it to him. We just don't see it, but she definitely is about to reveal it to everybody else down at the prison cell. Right. So it's not like they're playing it close to the chest. That's what I say. So some people get to find out, and some people don't. But what is like the flock group gonna do when they find out? I don't know. Are they gonna or doubt do they, their safe uh, savior? Or do, or do they, they already, they already know, know? Yeah. It would just be. I think it would be. I think it'd be completely insane to just suggest that everybody on the Eager is front is on board is on board with this because yeah. a, a guy like flock he's in it for revenge mm-hmm. he i think it's very obvious he it's, thinks they're going to rule an ldea the new ldea is going to yes. be established how can you establish a new Arui if there's no hope for your future right and so i think that that's going to be that's why i thought that this like euthanization thing was going to be like a, a best kept secret mm-hmm. and then levi was going to break the news and that was going to kind of split the split the troops you know yeah. split, make the cause this divide yeah but that's not going to happen i don't think because look how many people know now i think what if they're so they're so like pridefully secure and cocky like we've got everything under control we can tell everybody our power like a villain monologuing mm-hmm. they don't have they don't have to play it close to the chest anymore they've got all the they've got all the power you know mm-hmm. the other thing is about the ackermans we we theorize that Yelena could be an Ackerman not because we think that she was born in the Ackerman line from like Hazuru or whatever where Mikasa and well I guess they're they're the Asian people yeah. but the other people but what, what I'm saying is Mikasa's dad was blonde um yeah mm-hmm. he was blonde you're right yeah I don't think the Ackermans and are, are Asians they're clearly not the same I think the no, Asians are different. their own thing they're different. Then, yeah. but what I was gonna say is um Aaron tells Mikasa your kind were designed. Mm-hmm. Like created, made to be this way. What if Which, Zeke? Maybe they are Eldians, and their bodies were changed by the founding Titan power. What if Zeke, through his research through Xaver, figured out a way to make people who like have a devotion to him mm-hmm. into Ackermans? Like they they can. That's totally him, where I was going with that. Exactly. But we haven't seen her do anything crazy or be acro- like be like fighting. No, but the way that she is so trusted, he trusts her with so much yeah. of his plan. But she and could the, just be a nutbag. True, but she could just be a nutbag, or he is completely sure that she will never betray him, and he can trust her because she's under his control completely. I, I've had some ex-girlfriends who <laughs> I please tell you you've never dated somebody like Elena. When you see those crazy eyes, guys, everybody knows. Everybody knows. You don't want to piss him off. Like, could she? Could she scorn him at some point? You but know? it's like, also interesting that she's whoa. tall. She turns on Zeke. I don't know. Probably I don't know. Not. She's tall and blonde, just like all the guards that were in the Tiber family. What if they were all Dude, Ackermans talk about too? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm not really sure how to how to where to go with that one. Okay, so okay, so then we go to the prison. Yeah, now we're in the prison scene. Mm-hmm. Elena's walking up the hallway. Not yet. Not yet. First we have. Eventually. First we have. First kind there's of the crew. like a little bit of dialogue. Got, yeah, um, 
Mikasa, we've got Armin, we've got Connie, we've got Jean, mm-hmm. even Nicolo's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they're kind of just talking around. And they say, oh, it sucks. We have to be stuck in here while everything's happening up there. We don't even know what's going on. Armin, can't you just bust out of the prison? They're making tea. Yeah. So are they, Are they? is everybody in Shiganshina currently? Yes. I thought they, so, but Minnesota, they evacuated Shiganshina. So that's did what they go I, back to the I restaurant? Thought, yeah. Because they went to Shiganshina. Now everybody's moved again. We just didn't see it. Well, people keep talking about Shiganshina. Aaron I don't said think we're going to go it. back to where it all began. Shiganshina. Doesn't so mean that they're that. Doesn't mean that they've made it all the way back. Maybe there not. Yet. But they he did be... say he was going to move them all. Maybe that's where they. Well, I'm saying Shiganshina is a. Okay, they haven't said this explicitly, but it seems pretty clear to me. Like it was destroyed, and they like does not exactly have time to rebuild this entire like town. It just seemed like yeah, this place is like a wreck, and that's why they were going to do the rumbling there in the first place, right. and then that's why. Pixis wanted to move everybody there is because it's like or evacuate all the normal people they evacuate the civilians yeah people that were trying to rebuild yeah so but they're in jail we don't know exactly where they are they're somewhere they're yeah. in some sort of military holding facility mm-hmm. and here's what I'm thinking you guys uh, remember yeah. uh, Armin says hey I, I can't transform I'd kill everybody in the city right yeah. he's like so, a human nuclear bomb right but <laughs> you guys remember when Aaron got a cannonball shot at him. He didn't even have any control of his powers, and he was able to somehow summon up just enough to protect Armin and Mikasa. Do you remember when Aaron went to grab the spoon? He turned just his hand accidentally into, and grabbed the spoon with his mm-hmm. giant Titan hand and like was stuck, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Bertolt transformed halfway mm-hmm. into the Colossal Titan. Now, it did kill a bunch of people, and he, and was, he was out in out, open outdoors, space. but that was like half of his torso. I'm saying Armin needed to be like out there training with his powers to learn how to just take one finger and go like C4, boom, right? And just explode like a wall with just one just Titan finger. Just transform his fingernail. <laughs> exactly. One little like pinky toe, you know, he just goes click, click, boom, and uh, blows up the, the, into the wall just so he could have some sort of maneuverability and power when there's other people around. He's not like, oh, I'm nerfed, guys. I can't do anything. Shucks. Mm-hmm. And everyone else has got all these cool things they can do. And he's just yeah. like, yeah, it's like he has the quote power of a god, and yet, and yet, he's very limited. He's the in easiest its use. to capture. Some yeah. might say Achilles' heel, you know. Yeah, that god. every every strength, every strength also has a weakness. So, all right, so they get into this conversation. The first thing, the first thing we see is Connie, the little um, Connie's pissed. He's got some uh, sideburn. Action yeah, he a little does. Bit. He's looking, he's looking good. Everybody looks like overweight in the scene for some reason, but um, I don't know if they look <laughs> overweight. They definitely look thick. They look thicker. I don't know. Anyway, the, Connie's there. They're more muscular. John is there, and <sighs> Connie. What's this first line? I don't. I cannot, all my freaking notes are missing. You get. Uh, I did oh, not Connie's put his like, first. Aaron's a piece of crap. <laughs> and he, Susie says, that I remember being like, yeah. Well, well, he, he says is. Aaron's a piece of crap later, but his opening line is just like, this really sucks. Something along those lines, and then. Jean casually offers Armin some tea, and he's like, "Thank you." And they're drinking tea, and then and they ask, "Okay, Armin." It's about time you tell us, why did Aaron beat you to a pulp? Why are you guys punching it out? And he said, Aaron said hurtful things about Mikasa. And we're like, that's an understatement, okay? And then... Uh, then Connie says he's a piece of crap. That's all we need yeah, to know. He says, hurt Mikasa how? And Mikasa's like, no, just stop it. And they're like, no, we need to know. And Connie says, who cares? We know he's a piece of crap, basically. Like, that's yeah. all we need to know. And, and I, I think the conversation could stop there. I think... Except for, he personally. says, he says, Aaron lost his mind... Uh, hurting the people he, who he should care about the most. Mm-hmm. And then um, Jean. Face. Jean, sorry. Jean <laughs> says, I think if he was sane, he wouldn't do those things without a good reason. 
Now, I understand why this is... I understand this is giving all you people hope. All you Jaegerists out there. It's giving <laughs> you hope. Shinzo Sasagi. But here's the thing is, I I just... I'm just a pessimist, maybe? I am just not that optimistic. You've been hurt by Aaron too many times. I, yes. You're jaded. Yeah. I am, I am emotionally jaded, so forgive me, but I'm sorry. I just... Aaron's beyond redemption at this point. To me, <clears throat> I, I'm not saying that they won't find a way to use his character and that maybe ultimately he do- does make kind of like the right decision, but he's definitely gone the Anakin Skywalker, Skywalker route. I was totally just thinking the same thing. Where he is now, he's, he's betrayed on the dark times. side. He is Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And okay, nowadays we all say we like Darth Vader because he's a cool <laughs> villain. Yeah. But realistically, when you're watching the movie as a kid, you know he's the, he's bad, the bad guy. guy. He's the actual bad guy. And at the very, very end, when there's that bond between, sorry, okay, listen, this movie's been out for like 30 or 40 years, okay, so, so if you don't understand. So this is a spoiler. Yeah, you, if you haven't seen this. There's no excuse. I'm sorry about this, okay? So this part I will spoil, but Luke is there, and it's like Luke's words and connection with his, like, with his, now that he knows he's his father or whatever, like, changes his heart just enough that he kills, uh, what's his face? The electric Emperor. Fa- Emperor. Palpatine. Emperor. Emperor Pal- Palpatine. And so, like, he's the bad guy who, at the very end, has just enough of a change of heart to do something good, very good for or, the world. Or he's just a turncoat who continues to be a turncoat when it suits him. I'm sorry. That's not a very nice Aaron? thing. No, Darth Vader. He oh. turned on the Jedi, and then at the very end, he turned on Palpatine because he's just a turncoat, and that's all he freaking does. He's like, oh, maybe I should turn again because this is actually a better path, so I'm going to now kill you. Like... That's a fair assessment. I can see. I'm where you're sorry. I know that. that's extremely pessimistic, but that's just. But what I'm saying is, with Aaron's character, I can see it going that direction. the The thing is, is that in order for that to be the case, they're actually they still do actually owe us an explanation as to how Aaron got here in the first place. Because you actually brought up a scene I, I basically forgot about. Like, Armin's like, no, or okay, so Mikasa last episode or the sorry episode 14 uh of the season she's like you were kind like you gave me the scarf you said you would always like be there for me and like if you go back and watch through the seasons like that's the truest thing in the world is that aaron aaron says i'll always put this scarf on you that's canon okay that's not that's, OBA episodes that's that's he, real he unlocks his founding titan power when because he's protecting mikasa exactly if he protects mikasa he protects her when he for the first time when he's in titan form when he barely knows what he's doing mm-hmm. he takes she's Armin, on the roof he gives his life for Armin. Think of it. Yep. He does. Yep. When Armin's being eaten, he jumps into the mouth, throws him out. Not t- knowing. Not knowing he has a power to, to regenerate, so that anything could, could happen that way. Yeah. And then, now that he has this power, again, the scene you just brought up, where he transforms to save them from the cannon fire. Yeah. Homeboy definitely loved his people, okay? And that's why yeah. I loved his character. So, yeah. so is either- there a small part of me that wishes we'll get the old Aaron back? Yes. Okay, so why is, is he, he looking gonna- at himself in the mirror saying... Fight, 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 fight. Why did he go to Reiner and he said to Reiner, he said, we're the same. You thought you what you were doing was the only way to save the world. And that's how you justified it to yourself. We're the same. What Don't you think the euthanization think plan right is that? Now, no. What I think right now is Aaron is saying, this is the only way for me to save the world. And I have to justify it. I have to fight. Fight. Piss off your friends. Piss everybody else off. Do whatever it takes to accomplish your goal to save the whole world. You, he's Batman right now. He's like, the, he's like, I have to become the person everybody hates in order to save the world. And I think that's his end goal. I don't know if that is doing the rumbling and like killing everybody or like merging all the Titans together and ending the Titan race or just 
killing all the Titan shifters. I don't know what that means, but I don't see him hating Mikasa. I don't see him hating all people who are slaves. I don't see him fighting against the oppressed. All those things are completely counter to Aaron. And what, what John says here is, if he was sane, he wouldn't do without good reason. Don't you think there's some sort of reasoning behind what he said, like some hidden message to them? Now, I couldn't figure out a hidden message to them, but what I'm, what I'm pretty sure he, he was saying is like, hey, remember all the things you liked about me, how I was caring, I was kind, and I fought for others against protection? Let me tell you three things are exactly opposite. I'm a dick, I hate you, and I hate all slaves. You're like, wait a second, that those... You're not Aaron. And what I've theorized is at the end of the show, it's Mikasa who has to kill Aaron somehow and or make a decision to like fight against him. And the way she's able to justify it is this is not Aaron any longer. Or this this is not Aaron who this is what Aaron wants me to do is fight against him. That's how you can break free of the Titans control or that's how you can save the whole world. It's like you can't love me too much to have a blind spot anymore, Mikasa. You have to like fight against me or something i'm not sure the whole the whole end we got a lot of episodes to go but that's kind of my loose prediction i definitely think it's interesting i mean i don't know if we should get to this point yet though that when yelena comes in the way she greets them is kind of interesting to me why she yeah, says, let's go for it let's she greets them as the heroes of shig and sheena she does yeah and it why seems exactly? like and then she reveals her whole plan to them and it seems like she's giving them special treatment and Sasha's family too. She's giving them special treatment for some reason. She's certainly and I know she's completely loyal to Aaron and Zeke and I'm wondering if Aaron ordered her for some reason to treat them differently. They are getting special treatment in as much as they're all in this like special room in this special prison and the fact that she's revealing the stuff to them. Yeah. She's, reve- she's, she's showing her hand in a massive way that interestingly and enough and they're the only survivors from the you know when the scouts were wiped out in Shig and Sheena yeah she's the first yeah okay outside of outside of Zeke pulling the pin and and right before he pulls the pin and the thing he kind of briefly mentions the euthanization thing Yelena then would be the first person to actually leak this plan outside of that little inner circle yeah. mm-hmm. of anybody and yeah. she's doing it here and now in Shig and Sheena where everything started what is the significance of being back in Shing and China, everybody? What the okay. snot? Do you remember a long time ago, we weren't sure, you know, we kind of threw this out there, that like maybe there's significant geological locations that have stronger Titan power or, or not. Yeah. That's why Rod Rice went and built his like temple where it was. I see you're going. That's why Utgard Castle was like significant or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're not sure. None of that's been, we don't have any like evidence for that necessarily. Mm-hmm. But what if Shing and China, what if Paradise the Island basement. specifically, the basement has some sort of like, they significance. Keep, they keep talking about the natural resource, remember the ice gas stuff or whatever. Ice burst so, crystal. Ice burst crystal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. The fossil fuels beneath the surface. Yeah. So Yelena, Anya Capone, and Greitz. 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 Yeah. So they all show up. They walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, Anya Capone's looking awkwardly sweaty. The whole time. Pretty much is. the whole time, even during the dinner party. He so looked I'm like he sure was just. Uh, he, he just got done watching cops. <laughs> like he was just really so he's just he's, he's playing drums on what's his name's sad brothers anyway uh, oh yeah yeah he's like well, what were you doing just watch your cops yeah right anyway. you were playing my drums weren't you yeah so um they come in grice looks like a freaking punk yelena is always weirdly cocky queen of sheba weird yeah. eyes and uh jean kind of comes in he says oh you know Elena must be nice everything's going according to your plan everything's falling into the pieces that just you thought you know you guys used the wine to take over the military Aaron's just moving exactly how Zeke wanted him to 
And uh, you basically, you know, you've, you've taken over everything. And then Anya Capone speaks up and he's like, look, this place was primitive and we brought it out of the past. And um, Niccolo says. That, that makes Niccolo pretty upset. Niccolo says, you only changed it so you and your friends could enjoy it once you guys were in charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, Nicola, let's go. Like he, he's, he's throwing some punches out there. You There's know? still somebody fighting for truth. And weirdly enough, it's a former Marleyan who I used know. to be one of those racist guys. When like, he said that, I was like, Nicola passed over into like the 100% trusted category. You know, it's a very few people now. Yeah, it's a very Papa small Graf's. group. Papa Graf's. Yeah. Nicola is like, yeah. <laughs> Nicola's Browse, bro. He, he, he married into the family and yeah. he's one of us. Yeah, yeah. So then Greit says, listen, you were tricked and you lost. That's it. Figure it out. He's almost got like a flocky and like he's yeah, such the, a turd. Yeah, the cocky like attitude. And then and then Nicola hits him back and he says, "Grice, you sold us out to get promoted to Yulia's lackey. You sold us out, you snitch." And we know the first rule of paradise is snitches get stitches, right? <laughs> this is right. Clearly in 100%. violation of rule one. Hundred percent. And he's and Grice says, "Are you dumb? You sided with the devil and betrayed us." And then he says. A bunch of awful things about Sasha that make me want to punch him directly in the face. He says, you had the hots for some devil spawn who reeked of potatoes. And at this point... Oh my goodness. I began taking my rings off. You know, I was like, (laughs) empty my pockets out. I was like, okay. It's it's about to go down. Yeah. You're taking your rings off so you could get your your brass knuckles. So you could punch someone directly in the face without breaking his hand. And here's the problem. The only problem with this is, in the writing... um, uh, Niccolo goes to grab his face. Rookie mistake. You don't go to grab the face. You go to grab the shirt. Should have grabbed the shirt. Should have placed a hand on the bars so you can extract. You got to push and pull yeah, at the same time. Same. It's almost like a pull. Yep. And then Just you like what Aaron slam, did to slam, 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 You can't see his hair, but it's doing things. Well, this is why you, you have to watch the podcast. Go watch it on YouTube, And then, guys. You, then you spit on his freaking grave. And you say, don't you ever talk to my Sasha like that. And luckily, for some reason, is my hair okay? I don't know. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. But but it was, for a good, it was for a good reason. All right. For some reason, Yelena has like a stroke of like genius for a second and does the thing that everybody needed her to do. She shoots him right in his dumb Temple, skull. Like just yeah. brains everywhere. And that's uh, it. We felt... We felt very justified in that season. Like we, I, we had to like smoke a cigarette right after this. We we're just like, no, we didn't. None of that happened. Oh, that was a crazy scene. Should ever talk about <laughs> our potato none girl? Of, like that's that. so awkward. None of that happened. All right, none of that happened. So anyway, um, so <laughs> people know about crappy people in prison. <laughs> <laughs> he's got. He's speaking that was from, from the chat. Those of you yeah, who are listening. Yeah, you guys know when you're in the yard and you're uh, you got someone talking trash and you have to make a hit. You know, <laughs> you gotta use techniques. You gotta use fighting techniques. techniques. Yeah, he says that spawn of the devil whore was bang. Yelena blows his brains out and it's like okay. The little brains that you had left just got scattered across this room, you scum. Okay, but it's weird that Yelena's the one doling out this, like, You'll, And then she punishment. says, I'm sorry you had to put up with that rudeness. There's no need for that kind of talk anymore. Like, What a weird Because remember, remember what they is. talked about just Yelena? Just when I thought she couldn't be any creepier, yeah, right, she right. gets creepier. Yeah, she gets Remember, was it, was it um, Anya Capone who was putting two and two together with uh, Hanji? Yeah. And, and that talking she was, about how she's a stone cold assassin and she was shooting Marlene people and, and LDN. She didn't care about LDN's she back in the LDN's and Marlene's bow. And she's, now that she's, she's just here, cold. she's just cold no matter what. Yeah. And, and then how she's the one on the boat who killed all the superior officers and yeah. she's the one on the boat who shot the guy in front of. They had accidents. Yeah. Who shot the guy in front of all of the scouts when they landed initially with Aaron and everything. Like she just 
shoots whoever the frick she feels like, apparently. I guess. Yeah. Okay. He says, uh, she said, our true goal was nothing so hollow as getting revenge on Marley. <laughs> That's amateur hour. Our goal is to end the cycle and save Eldia and Marley. I'll tell you everything. No more secrets. And she like sits down and crosses her legs and... So I'm assuming she. I wish they would actually show her spilling the beans because I'd like to hear the way she describes. Yeah, the way she frames it. I guess we were supposed to just know the plan because we saw Zeke's version of it. She got some like CNN spin she throws on it, or like she actually tells him the truth. Yeah, could be. I don't know. So then we flash to Gabby. Gabby's sitting in a room alone, and she's like, "That's the scariest place for Gabby because she has to be alone with her thoughts." She has to begin to rationalize her. Her whole like it looks turning, like she's in a wine cellar of some sort. Her her whole turning is happening right here. Like so, we're clear. Like I I I saw this moment coming. Specifically, the episode where she actually killed uh, Sasha and that whole thing. And I was like, the her moment is coming where she has to question the whole universe, the everything she's been told, because she's going to show up and and they. Have, she, her whole world has been systematically broken down because her whole life was about loyalty to Marley and kill the devils of paradise and when the world sees that there's good LDNs then they'll treat us correctly and it turns out none of it's true Like, like, and she's discovering it like for herself and not only that is she discovering the things that she believed isn't true but she's looking back at her actions on behalf of the way she believed right the way to killing Sasha and bludgeoning the guard and now she's kind of thinking that the Falco thing is sort of her fault and like she's she's taking on all this like guilt over like oh my gosh like I actually do things wrong and and, and she's, she's a character who's not admitted wrong at all I mean so long so far right. as you've seen her she's, she's been young. blaming everybody else yeah. oh it's your guys' fault because you're great 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 so you know did something to yeah. yeah, she's pointing the finger of blame all around the whole nine yards, and then, and then she comes to this moment where she's alone in the prison. You're right; she's alone with her thoughts, and her whole like turning is revealed um, really at the end of the episode. But her whole turning is happening. You can tell that her mind being changed because she they open it up with her giving her line. She's like, "To think that I, you know, or I can't remember how she no, says it." No, she says, "If they're devils, why am I?" And then she gets mm-hmm. cut off by Aaron walking in and saying. Hey, girl who killed Sasha, if you want to save Falco, help me. Yeah. Yeah. And then she says, help you how? Which makes me wonder if... I don't think she's turning completely yet. No, no, no. I don't think it's happening yet either. I think she's starting to think about things. No, I'm just saying she doesn't see that... She doesn't see... She can... The world's not black and white like she thought it was. Yeah, she's starting to see... She's got a one-dimensional worldview and a three-dimensional world, and that's not working. Yeah, and that whole thing is starting to get blown up like pretty pretty Mm -hmm. soundly, and like I said, she's feeling just guilt for the things that she's done, but she's specifically questioning why she has been kept alive or why she's been left alive and Armin and all these people are like, no, we're not going to kill you. I'm pretty sure the rest of her sentence was probably, if they're devils, why am I still alive? I think is what she was going to say. Or why do I feel bad about the things that have happened to them? Yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. So anyway, so Aaron busts in, interrupts her, and I'm really excited for Gabby's character, actually. Her whole story's gotten very deep, and I think, I I hope of anybody that we get to see more of her and we really get to see how, like, I just hope we get to see her turn into something really good, which I think we will. I hope so. But we'll find out. Do you, do you want to get the Gabby Gang shirts out? Gabby put Gang? Put those on? Do you want to wait for no. a little bit? Um, yeah, I'm we'll still get not on board with Gabby Gang. Right, Gabby right, Gang, we'll Gabby wait. Gang, Gabby Gang, no. Gabby Gang. So then he, he's, he's just, <laughs> how could I help you save, save Falco? And he says, listen, you can help by getting on the radio and calling out for all the intruders on the island and fleshing out their position. 
So he says that, but isn't it immediately after he says that that uh, Pick walks yeah. into her Pick actually pulls an errand on Aaron. Yeah. She just walks in immediately. Like, she just you casually, speak the devil and the devil calmly appears. walks in and just stabs somebody in the throat. But the thing is, is that he, the, the, you miss it because he says, you're going to help us find the intruders on the island. He knows there's intruders on the island. Yeah. How so does he know? Peek well, mentions he like, earlier. Yeah, the footprints. He says, thing. You, maybe you found my footprints. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe she was like listening outside the right outside the door or something like that. But she had one of the Jaegerist armbands. She on. She had a white mm-hmm. armband. She on, snuck so. in. Yeah. So she says um, she reminds me of Black Widow, like super spy, mm, yeah. intelligent, says funny, happy things. You mm-hmm. know. She shows up and and she shuts the door. Guy's dead. Pulls the gun. Says Aaron Jaeger, correct? Gabby, get the rifle. Gabby grabs the rifle. She puts the gun to Aaron's head and says, "Now listen." Aaron says, "What are you gonna do? Shoot me?" Dude, he Can't plays. He plays this so hard. He plays it so hard. He's like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do? You can't kill the founding titan." Like he yep. just he's puts right, his forehead yeah, against, his forehead her against gun. a gun. He's like doing one of these. Like, what the frick, dude? Yeah, he calls her bluff, right? And then she, she says, puts her hands up. I'll pull this trigger, and your brain's off the floor. And he's like, "Nope, you can't do it. That's what'll happen. You have to eat me. And if you don't eat me, you kill me. Your family's gonna suffer more than just more than just you. Your family's gonna suffer if you dis if you disobey, back in the zone. defy the military. Exactly back in the zone." So she says, you're right. Just kidding. I didn't want to kill you anyways. I wanted to talk with you. Gabby put the rifle down. I thought I did good, you know, sneaking in. You found my my tracks probably. But the reason that I didn't shoot you, the reason I want to talk is because I I, I, I think that you have, you've got something you're, you, you're doing. You wouldn't have basically gone against the war, have a war against the world if you didn't think you could win. You've got something in your back pocket, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says, um, my goal is to free all, all of the Eldians and Marley all around the world. I became a warrior to get rid of, to help my dad get proper medical care. It shows like a flashback of her dad. He looks really sad and crippled and she's like helping him out. Like you're like, really starting to turn uh, here. I was like, pick you. I knew I liked you. Yeah. And we knew you were smart, which is uh, clever. I just yeah. didn't, you know, it seemed like you're kind of on the wrong side of things there for, for a while. But here she is sort of almost like, She's she a very... has a soul. She's not just a weirdo who likes to crawl around on the floor. <laughs> Provided the story is true. Okay, there's a small yeah. chance. Like, yeah. no, she's also a spy. BBS. So, yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, she's like, my dad's sad that my term's going to be over. All I want to do is show him a, a hope for Eldia for the future. Well, right? she says he's fine now, but very sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pick a vinegar simps. <laughs> which, is, which is funny because if, if Aaron gets his way, or sorry, Zeke gets his way, there will be no Eldia future. Mm. You know? So, anyway. So she says, you know, um, for that, Marley needs to be crushed, and I'll do whatever it takes to help. And and Gabby's like, Pick, are you are you a traitor like Zeke? Zeke, you know, is the mastermind behind the whole Liberio operation. Are you a traitor like him? She points the rifle, and and she turns to Pick, turns to Gabby, and she says, "Are we Marleyans or are we Eldians?" And and Gabby's like, "Uh, uh, we're we're honorary Marleyans." Mm-hmm. And she says, "No." Spits the line. We can't escape from being subjects of Ymir. We always will be that. And she says, but if we show the world that we're good Eldians, Mm -hmm. they'll let us free, right? And like that is the propaganda line that they've been Mm -hmm. fed forever. Here's the the, the carrot, the carrot, the carrot. Yep. But it's never happened and it's never going to happen. She said, no, as soon as the age of Titans is over, as you can see in in, um, that place that we were at war with. What was that place? Marley? No. No, the Fort Slava. Fort Slava. Fort Slava. Yeah. We the saw at Fort Slava that our way, our, the way of the Titan is almost over. And as soon as Marley can't use us anymore, they'll just exterminate us. Yep. You, you think, think they're actually going to set us? us free? Of course not. Now, here's the thing is she's, that's she's the saying truth. some this darn is why true she's, stuff. 
this goes back to that whole conversation with uh, Pixis and Yelena. You mix a little bit of the truth in yes. with your lie. That's what Pix's doing right here. She's speaking the truth in front of Aaron to Gabby so that he will trust her. Yeah. Yeah, so... That is what she really thinks. I was going to say... 100%. I think, I think Pix being honest here... I, because up on the roof later, she says, I don't trust Marley. Yeah, I yeah. just trust the people I fought alongside this whole time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that that's I think that's basically correct. Now, ha- however, having said that, there's, there's also her saying, yeah, actually... Because what she says next, right? So she does this thing with Gabby, and then she goes back to Aaron, and she's like, yeah, uh, basically like, yeah, I want vengeance for all this. She, she tells the story. You're my father. Yeah. I want vengeance for Marley. If you've got something that can help us do that, I'll, you know, like I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes. Like I'll join you, basically. He says, "Prove it, cooperate with us." And she says, "How?" He says, "Point out your um, the intruders, your comrades." Yeah. She says, um, "Yeah, if I go to the roof, I could point them out." Yeah, as soon as she said that, I was like, "Yeah, she's playing. She's playing you mm-hmm. right now." And Aaron's suspicious as well. But my point is to say that at least some of what she's saying here, she's just spitting it. To try and make, to try and sell the narrative. She's mm-hmm. trying to sell the story to Aaron. Like, actually, you're right. I hate Marley as well. Like, if you've really got something up your sleeve that can really work, like, I'll join you. She's really trying to sell a story here. And she says that to, you know, again, she she basically can, she doesn't fully confess that. But she, well, my point is to say that, like, she's definitely spitting some stuff that I don't think she fully believes either. I think it's a, there's a mixture here. She's like telling some truth. She's saying some true stuff and then telling, telling some stuff that she's like, yeah, I'm just saying that to try and get on his side basically. Because here's the thing is, and this is why I think Aaron is saying through her as well. Aaron kind of was like, yeah, I don't really trust you because she doesn't know Aaron's actual plan. Very few people know the actual plan. I if think Zeke knows Aaron's actual okay. plan, but we'll see. She doesn't know the euthanization plan, is what yes. I'm saying. She doesn't know yes. that part. She's like, oh, yeah, what he really wants is vengeance on Marley, but like, she's she's selling the, she's telling some kind of untrue... She's saying some true things and some untrue things, but she's saying them in front of Gabby, and Gabby's whole world has just Poor been rocked. Gabby. She yeah. doesn't know what's happening she's anymore. She's getting thrown all over the place left and right. But my my point is to say that she hears this and even if Pick walks outside and is like, yeah, that was all just, I was just saying that to get him to believe me, basically. Even if that's the case, uh, Gabby has lived inside of paradise and seen good-hearted people that she thought were devils. And is like, well, wait a second. And she she's now starting to understand like, maybe maybe Marley isn't the good, like maybe these aren't good people. And like, wait, you see what I'm saying? Like the breakthrough is happening. Even if Piek doesn't mean what she's saying, it's having an effect on Gabby to make her kind of, to, to change the way that she's thinking. Even if it's an accident, I think Gabby's hearing these words and this is the first time she can hear the words of, yeah, Marley actually sucks. And she can kind of go, yeah, maybe, maybe they do. Yeah. Especially you know I mean? like, <laughs> so many people that she respected are saying something that's contrary to her like core beliefs. All of a sudden I think it's starting to, starting to erode away yeah mm-hmm. yeah so all right so she she says let's go up to the roof mm-hmm. let's do the thing i'll show you my comrades and she this this i'm really glad you guys caught this part so they're walking through the room before that before we get to they're that. about to go down to the prison and armin's oh, talking oh, yeah. one more time. Armin, we're gonna cut to a different scene oh, and even this. before that like we're not sure how this whole thing's gonna go is it gonna go zeke's way is it gonna go aaron's way is it gonna go Segway? <laughs> This pandemic has got us all feeling pretty stressed, feeling down, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm, feeling yeah. like cattle trapped inside these walls for a hundred years. All the while, giant humanoid-like zombies creep just outside of reach with an insatiable hunger for human flesh and a burning desire to end humanity as we know it. Or is it just me? I'm pretty sure it's just you, bro. Maybe. Well, regardless, none of us are feeling our, our best, we'll say. 
And all the experts agree the only cure for this is more anime, anime swag. Do they agree? They, okay. they, they do, yeah. Anime swag, that's where it's at, yo. Today's Beyond the Mist podcast is sponsored by our fellow squad member, Holly's GreatAnimeDeals.com online store. Here you can fulfill all your swag anime needs by picking up things like figurines, wall scrolls, clothes, and much more. Don't be an abnormal. Order your mystery anime box today and you just might get that sick Attack on Titan gear that will make all your friends drool more than Sasha at a buffet. And now Holly's also offering custom art commissions. So you can finally get that picture of Erwin with angel wings riding on a white stallion of freedom charging into the fray once more, which is a really dope. We're going to post, we should post that on our. We should ask permission first and then post it. Yes. So true salute. To GreatAnimeDeals.com and Holly, a member of the, uh, the the squad. And what are you guys waiting for? You can click the link in the description and support a fellow Beyond the Basement squad member all the while leveling up your anime game. And you can use code BEYONDTHEBASEMENT for 15% off all purchases. Very important. So go support a, a member and uh, we really appreciate Holly and GreatAnimeDeals.com. Yeah, seriously. Word. Thank you. Guys, for real, go check out our website. Even if it's not something you're like hot for right this second, go check out our stuff. Keep it in mind. Great, great gifts, great presents for friends or for yourself. So go for it. Let's do it. Okay. So yeah, we gotta get back to the prison. The prison. Scene. Yeah. So Elena has just explained everything, and that's my plan. And that's my plan, she says. And she goes, okay. Er, so Jean is Armin. like, Jean is wait like, a second, hang oh, on. Armin a was like spit takes. He's like, stop all the children. So anyway, <laughs> Jean, Jean, yeah. Jean is like, wait a second. What does he say exactly? He says, that's your peaceful way of doing it or whatever. He says... How can they protect themselves if everybody's just a bunch of old geezers or something along well, those lines? Well, okay, but, okay, the line well, that I like... Well, first she says, like... Peacefully and gracefully yeah, th- or whatever. Yeah, the whole... The Titan threat will end peacefully and... Er, quiet. All the suffering will disappear. Gradually and peacefully. Gradually, that was the word I couldn't remember. Gradually and then John says, a- wait, how is that peaceful, right? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. All right. Let me, let me load up both guns real quick here. Okay. Okay, I gotta freaking. Okay, so like, this. if no new people are being born and everybody's just slowly aging and dying out, then how can you protect against the world attacking with the rumbling if okay. everybody's just dying? There's something fundamental here. Okay, there's something fundamental about the show and about humanity that this statement. And this idea strikes at, okay, for starters, again, the word euthanization, just side note, word euthanization is assisted suicide. This is not assisted suicide. This is forced sterilization. They're the, the, the trans, the, um, the subs keep using the euthanization plan. Yeah. I'm like, it would be euthanization if everybody's like, please help me kill myself. But that's not what they no. say. <laughs> like, In fact, they didn't ask anybody. They're going to force this <laughs> on everybody, whether you want to or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, this is how it's going to go, suckers. So, all right. I have to I have to comment on this because this is there's like a deep philosophical point here. So, is is human life? And I understand this is a cartoon show, but there's but there's a bigger point here. Is is life valuable or is it not valuable? Right. And so there's kind of like two like I guess there's technically four. No, we'll call it three. Three worldviews, three basic like philosophies in actual ethics. If you take like an ethics class, this is what they're going to go through. And so you have what you would call like a. a utilitarian ethics type of 
type of deal, which comes from a very atheistic like point of view, which is there is no God. We're just we're just cells. Any meaning that we ascribe to stuff is just it's just kind of evolutionary process. Like we're literally just meat bags. There's really nothing else to it. And in that case, like the best we can hope for in terms of like morality is just utility. It's just let's just try to do the best thing that we can for the most people at any given moment. Which when you dig into this, that kind of philosophy, it's extremely flawed. And even the people who used to subscribe to that, which most people don't anymore most philosophers most serious philosophers wouldn't ascribe to that anymore but people who did back in the day even then were like yeah there's this gets pretty messed up pretty fast because you know it, it just you run into these like dilemmas so you kind of like worldview one which is tends to be like we're just meat bags there is no meaning so any meaning you see is kind of just like trivial at best so just do your best i guess but it doesn't really in the end it doesn't really matter right so like so essentially human life is not valuable in that scenario there's really no We're way basically to def- on the same level as every other animal we just happen to have the evolutionary advantage and we got to the top of the food chain first. yeah and so like the human life is in that scenario one you would basically say human life isn't like inherent you can ascribe value to it but it's not inherently valuable because it's a life right so that'd be one and then on the other side of that again you could have a okay we're just meat bags but we but there is meaning and i don't know where this meaning comes from but there is meaning and no human life is valuable even though we are here by accident and there's like there's just nothing really to it and so human life is valuable but uh there's, there's no spiritual meaning to it it's just I just think there's meaning, right? So that tends to be kind of like a position a lot of people hold. It tends to be the weakest one, philosophically speaking. There's not a lot of like strong argument. Like it's not like, you know, some real smart dude defending that position necessarily. And then you kind of have the flip side, which tends to be more like religious worldviews, uh, spiritualist worldviews, deist worldviews. You have these other worldviews that say, no, like human life is inherently valuable for one reason or the other. Okay, so Christian worldview says human life is inherently valuable because we're made in the image of God. So that would just be like the argument is like, no, all life is valuable. And so that's why, so that's our basis for why we defend life or why we treat people a certain way and so on and so forth. And that kind of like is like a guiding like principle. So in any scenario, you still, the still, the fundamental question is, is life valuable or is it not valuable? If it's valuable, if life is valuable at all, valuable at all, then life is worth uh, living, right? So what is it that makes life, I'll ask a better way. What is it that makes life worth living is there is there anything that makes worth life worth living okay so the reason i bring that question up is because her statement here is we're going to end everybody the euthanization plan we're going to end everybody by preventing them from having kids at all and they're just going to die and it's going to be graceful it's going to be peaceful and it's going to end the titan threat on the world she said specifically to end suffering pro tip Suffering will continue. <laughs> the suffering mm. will continue till the end of time. Yeah. It turns out Marley without Titans or, with, or not Marley, but the other That'll nations, no, other nations don't need Titans to inflict suffering on entire right? nations of people. Yeah. The suffering isn't going to go away. You're going to eliminate the Titans and you, in your mind, that's going to eliminate suffering on the earth. No, it's not. Here's the thing. You, no, can, you can eliminate all the, the races you want. You can eliminate hate from the human heart. Yes. Period. So and pain from life. Yeah. Uh, when when uh, Zeke was talking about and Aaron, they were they were tossing the 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 ball back and forth. They said they looked at Liberio and they said, "Yeah, man, all these people in camps, we've got to end the suffering." And I said, "If you guys end Eldians, it'd be somebody else in those camps. Maybe it'd be Marlians in those camps. Maybe it'd be the Uru Uru Uzuru people yeah, in, the, in the camps. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to end up in the camps. You want to know why?" Because hate is in the human heart, and you, you can't eradicate it by just sure. taking out an entire human race. And, it doesn't and, solve the problem. And not only that, they've already explained as much in the show. They have literally said, 
Titans are going to be outdated in a second. The technology, other military technology, is proving superior by the day. And Titans are going to be kind of an irrelevant thing at, at some point in the very near future anyway. Which would which would presume that the that the Titan threat is going to go away. Meaning like, oh, you've got a Titan? Yeah, but that's like having a Ford Model T and we've got M1 Abrams tanks over here. You, you don't stand a chance. Like, this isn't like an actual like weapon of war anymore. This is just some weird thing that used to happen back in the day. So the threat, the titan, threat of the Titans, so to speak, is going away anyway. So let me ask you this. If you think that suffering is bad, which most people do, right? Is suffering a bad thing or is it a good thing? Suffering, suffering definitely without sucks, purpose is bad. But suffering can lend you to good things. Sure, can suffering bear can bear fruit that's good in your life. Agreed, but suffering is a bad thing. Why? It sucks though. But here's the thing is, why is suffering a bad thing? Like that's a core question. Why is it a bad thing? Why is it a bad thing that suffering exists in the world? Because and, and so let's let me let me bring it to my final point here. The final point is that suffering like evil is not an ethereal thing somewhere out there. Suffering is a word used to describe things that individual humans go through. And if life is valuable, suffering is bad. If life isn't valuable, suffering isn't bad. Because life is meaningless anyway. So yeah. you can't you can't say you can't say I value I value because this is what Elena and the, the 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 Zeke and then this is their point they're making is like oh I value human life so, so much that much. I don't want people to suffer. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to stop the suffering by ending the life and here's the thing about euthanization though the thing about euthanization is a person is is probably you know um what's the term they're, they're gonna die what's that term die no they have a disease <laughs> and they're not oh, going terminal? terminal they're terminal usually euthanization is a person who's terminal has a serious problem they're suffering they know it's not going to get any better they don't have any other options right and so they say look there's no hope for me let me just die. Let me just, you know, kill myself, basically. Painlessly die. Painlessly die. So I don't have to painlessly. suffer without hope for the, forever. Mm-hmm. Do you think the LDNs are suffering without hope forever? No. No. Suicide is what happens when you believe there's no hope. You, th- This plan is creating no hope. There is no hope for the future generations for anything to ever get better if you take away the opportunity to create more generations where things could possibly get better. Yeah. I yeah. have a thought. Good. If the founding titan has the ability to change the body of all the Eldians to make it so they can't have kids, why can't he just change it so they can't turn into titans anymore? What? That would be the real way to end the suffering of the Eldian people, in my opinion. And the nine people who have the powers will be the last ones to have it. Mm -hmm. And when they die, that's it. No one else gets it anymore. Why don't they do that? And even if you can't do that, you change it to where the... Well, yeah, that would be the better option. I was going to change something else, but I wouldn't say. (laughs) But... Anyway, I hope to me that would that would make way more sense than making it so they can't have kids anymore. Like, how does that free anybody? But so they're not going to be free to live. What what do people want to do when they grow up? Get married and have a family and like and learn a trade and have hope. Leave an impact on the future and leave a legacy on the earth by Mm -hmm. having a family. And if you can't have a family, then you find other ways. You adopt kids or whatever. But if you stop that. 
There's no hope. That's no different than just wiping them all out. So Jean, that's Jean's, Jean's response. He's like, what is peaceful about that? He's Nothing. Not. You're eliminating. You're taking away it's all the possible It's worse in some ways. Hope. Instead of being instant, it's slow. Yeah. Here's the thing, too. Okay, so there was a, there was a bunch of people, you know, back in the, the Near Eastern times, and they believed, well, we'll say like first century, um, when Paul is like writing writing mm-hmm. his, his letters mm-hmm. and. And there was a, a very popular group, and you'll know them as the Epicureans, right? right? And the Epicureans were all about like great cuisine, you know, amazing art, very like, cultured, yeah, experiencing. They had maximum. Very, they had pleasure. a lot of the, like the best parts of like the Greek, the old Greek world, and the new Roman world. Yes, maximum pleasure. They lived for all of the earthly pleasures they Hedonist. could possibly get. Hedonists, right? Yep. They maximized mm-hmm. all the pleasure they could get, and, and their, their whole idea was eat, drink. For tomorrow we die. Be yeah, here. we stop existing. So, like, we're just our lives are going to come to an end. They're kind of meaningless. So, the only meaning we can get in this life is to shove as much temporary pleasure we can have into these few you know, wailing moments that we have right now. And as you guys can look around the world right now today, and you could see a lot of people live their lives like that. We get you know seventy years to like shove as much pleasure into our lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, if that's the maximum meaning we have in our lives, why do millionaires commit suicide? Because they have all the ability to get all of the pleasure and they found that it doesn't satisfy. Like something, there needs to be something beyond just getting temporary pleasure. And so here, all these people are talking about ending all the future generations and ending all the hope. And they're just going to have temporary you know, pleasure for the next 50 years of, of peace. That's not going to satisfy. When you eliminate all of the hope for the future... It, that's going to bring instant depression on everybody because what are you living for? To yeah. eat and drink tomorrow we die. Who cares? Yeah, it's all about the value. It's all about the value of life. Like if you think there's no value in life, then if this is really true, if you think well, there's no value in life, well then there's there's no value and then there's no then suffering isn't a bad thing. You see you know, my point with mm-hmm. that? Like then suffering doesn't matter anyway. So why try and end suffering? Why does it matter? Because like, it's life, meaningless. Life has no value. But if life does have value and suffering is a bad thing, then you wouldn't just end life because life is valuable. Like it has to, you have to choose one or the other. And so it's, it's not kind of cuts to that like deeper stuff too of like everybody suffers and the suffering is not going to stop no matter what you do. And it's mm-hmm. life is not about suffering. Life is about what you do with the suffering mm-hmm. that you're, that you have to endure. All right. So moving on, where Good were stuff. we? Good stuff. Yelena, John, so John people and talking thinks it's really stupid. And then, um, Armin starts crying. I think this is a play. He's I pulled this so move too. before. He starts crying almost hysterically. And then she's like, what's going on? And he goes, to think that your plans were so noble. It has truly touched my heart. Yeah, and well, she's all teary-eyed too. I think right before she starts to cry, uh, she's she's like totally preaching about her God. She's like... That's true. I right. forgot about that. She's talking about how Zeke and Aaron are... The history of the bloodshed of Titans will be put an end to an end by Zeke and Aaron. No greater feat will come to surpass in all of humanity like the gods of the past they will be they were romanticized about. The brothers will be remembered forever and that's when Armin starts that's crying. That's when Armin starts crying and yeah. he to think that your... Your cause is so cause noble. Is so noble. It's it touched, touched my, my heart. heart. And she goes, oh, wonderful, how you understand. Wonderful. And she's like all teary-eyed too. And I was like, <laughs> Armin playing what in that? Please be p- pretending. Please don't let that be real. Armin's too sharp for, for the like disgusting euthanization boy. Yeah, like, I don't, I, I say, we saw this with Annie, right? The first time in, in season one when he's out in the, the, the field there. And he plays this like, oh no, like the one that the, he, he does that to Aaron too. He's like, I've never lied to you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like he, Armin, 
for all his like Armin's honesty, actually a sociopath this uh, whole time. He's an emotional manipulator in some ways, but, but that's but, what I mean. <laughs> but he does it. Here's the thing: is he does it all the right times. Like he generally, his motivations are usually good. Yeah. And, and, but he's. But what I'm saying is he's actually pretty darn good at it. He's very convincing. He did it to Annie twice. He did yeah. it once when she was in Titan form out in the field, and the second time when they lured her into the basement. Into Even the Berthold. Underground. Yeah, he did it to Berthold. He's yeah. a strategist, bro. He's, he's totally a strategist. A strategist. So that's why, I, yeah, I don't, I don't say I buy him actually getting into this. There's a good comment here. He says, yeah, I just uh, saw this one, too. Yeah. The Anna, Anna's who or yeah. No, I was going to say, Neferia says, uh, oh. what if Armin realized that Aaron is not on the plan after he heard the plan? That's when he kind of goes into action. He's like, okay. What if I just accidentally stumbled onto Aaron's actual plan? And Armin knows it now too. Like, can you save it for predictions? Okay, we're almost there. We're almost, All there. Right. We're almost there. I want to read the other this other comment. Uh, Anna, Anna S. Who I don't I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm saying the, the tag right. But she's saying that the the even if they take the Titan ability away, the world's still going to hate the Eldians for their past, which is actually which sounds right to me because they currently hate them for their past. So even if they can stop being yeah. turning in Titans. They or having children. Their suffering's not going to end. People are still going to persecute them. Yeah, she's saying Gabby blames the Eldians for things that happened a century ago. People are always going to hate them and fight them for that. Plus, how are you going to prove, like, no, we swear we can't have kids anymore. Like, okay. Right, right, right. right. They're still going to oppress them and kill them mm-hmm. and spite them. And yeah. There's yeah. always going to be them. the freaking, uh, what's his name's, blonde haired poser guy, what? long hair guy. Tight, the Warhammer Titan. The Willie Tiber? Willie, oh, Willie Tiber. There's always going to be the Willie Tibers Sorry, to stoke up like, the hatred. Yeah. This is very true. Okay, so... So they, they go to the roof. They're going to the roof. Yep, it's going to the roof. And it's... Um, and Gabby, it's, Gabby, Gabby, Aaron, and Chandler, Aaron. And a whole, like, squadron. A bunch of people. Cause crew people. They go and they get Elaine, and they say, no, someone's here. You got to come. There's intruders. And so they're all, like, gearing yeah, up yeah. or whatever. And they Pick head up the stairs. turns, and she says... Hi there to everybody. <laughs> she, the she, they blush. walk through and they're like, is that tiny thing the intruder? And then she lifts up her arms, which I was like, what is she doing? Is it just an anime thing and or was she making noticed. a signal? Because Galliard is someone there. Right in there, the dude. crowd. Dude, they're pretty good at what they do. They're pretty good at like blending in and And you see him subtly not, like, look up at her, nod his head to let her know he saw the sign. Like, all right. Oh, it's rocking so, and rolling. Things are happening. We this had to pull the... out Where's Waldo? <laughs> yeah, where's Galliard? We didn't find the shoe, though. Um, this is why the episode's called Above and Below. I'm just yeah, realizing it. Right yeah, now. that's why it's I said great name, perfect name. Yeah, the airships and then the Galliard, yeah. All right, so... So then they they get to top they're getting to the top of the roof yeah, they're kind yeah. of having a dialogue on the stairs. Where is Falco? Um, hang on, did I get this? I'm trying to jump into my notes at the right actual. So here. Aaron chains Gabby to Zeke and he explains. Yes, Gabby to Aaron and he so not Zeke. Pick. Gabby. Pick Gabby and to Gabby pick are chained together, are chained together. and <laughs> Aaron can't. explains. I get now you can't change. Just in case you had any ideas, because you'll kill the girl. Yeah. So, so she asked. I think it's this Gabby who asked, "Where's Where's Falco?" Which is a good question. I actually am wondering what was when Aaron walked in. Is like, yeah, if you want Falco to live, come help me. With what was he trying to draw out? Pick? Did he know Pick was right behind him? Was that like he knew the whole time, or was there actually a plan that he kind of put on pause? I'm wondering Gabby? that also. What was his plan for Falco? What is he going to do? I, I'm wondering if he was just threatening him, like if you want to save him. Do what I say. Right. And maybe there's something to it. He's using him as leverage, basically. Or I think. does he have some secret plan to save him? Yeah. So Pete he kind of tries to get Aaron to question Zeke's Titan control ability. Yeah, this is a good one. She, she starts to like set them against each other, it mm-hmm. seems like. Well, she starts out that by, you know, she asks where he is and then 
is it Gabby that says he got some of Zeke's spinal fluid in him? Yeah, well, that's talking about wine. Falco. Falco, Falco got some of the wine in him. Yeah. How did he get some of the wine in him? Yeah. And, and Pieck is like, okay, yeah, so you like, took over the military. Oh, so that's how you took over the military with Zeke's spinal fluid. What do you think that's about anyway? Yeah, how do you think he, how, how do you know? Do you even know? Or do you know how he has a power like that? Yeah, do you even know how he has a power like that? And he says, nah, he says, no one other than Zeke knows. Ever since I met him, I always thought that he was telling lie after lie. Yeah, same. Piaki, listen, I'm mm. with you on that. Yeah. Only when he met you four years ago did I feel like he was speaking the truth. And he, she quotes, like, I'm going to come back here one day and rescue you, right? Mm-hmm. Only I understand how you feel, Aaron. One day I'll come back and rescue you. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. I, if anyone, I thought that he would tell you the truth. He didn't tell you the truth about his Titan powers? Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Like, totally manipulating setting him up to like question his nobody friend. knows why he can do the things he can do yeah he says that he can dry out the draw out the power of the founding titan that's interesting weird yeah i'm surprised he didn't tell you about that okay did you gain some weight you did, oh he didn't tell you about that <laughs> he didn't tell you he about went it? to the mall with shelby it was crazy <laughs> so, <laughs> totally. she's too she's clever dude, she is, dude. Credit. Like, she's, she's like a master Pierre. spy i feel like yeah so, um, and then there's this really cool shot of the door opening and the shadow going across Aaron's face. Yeah, well done. Again, see, Mappet is good with the animations, dude. And then Yelena's at the top of the stairs, and it almost kind of seems like, okay, here's here's Peak, and here's Yelena. Like, I don't know which right. side you're going to Right, and then she choose. goes, oh, you shaved your beard. I quite liked it. Yeah. So then Yelena's like, Aaron, be careful. You can't trust that woman. And Aaron's like, I know. It's mutual. Like... I feel like Aaron can't like that's a pot call on Kettleback. You can't trust Yelena either, and you can't trust you, you can't know, trust Peck. anybody in the show. Okay, Papa Brass. Papa Brass is the this, only one we can trust. This show has turned into the X Files. Trust no one. Yeah, yeah. Niccolo only, bro. So um, she says, "Okay, go out to the roof." Everyone's pointing guns at her. She's got Gabby. Aaron's standing there, hand behind his back, like he, lightning in his palm. Yeah, but she, she's they're on her way. She asks a great question. She's like, "Why aren't Why aren't you using your powers? Uh, and where is Zeke?" And I've I've been asking this question the whole time. Like, why not do the utilization thing? Why aren't you doing thing? the rumbling? Not, is what she's asking. she's asking about the rumbling, but I'm talking about the euthanization thing. If you were gonna do it, do it. Mm-hmm. What stops you? What's gonna stop you from doing it right there and ending the whole thing? Now, the one thing I can think of is that you needed to get that. I I can understand from one perspective, which is that if the case is that somebody has to be in Titan form to do it and they have to be in Titan form in Liberio. Like, that's probably not chill and somebody ends up, like, either Zeke ends up dead, he's won the Royal Blood and that's not good or you see what I'm saying? Like, His family gets persecuted, they don't get out. And, like, I can see there being some complications and, like, okay, well, we have to do it on the island but I'm like, do it on the airship. Do it, I don't know, like, like you've had opportunities. Right. What's, why, why wait? Is and they didn't so touch odd. in Liberio either. They were waiting to touch so that, as far as we know, they haven't actually touched yet. And yeah. they kept them set. They kept, even though they were in the same room on the airship, their hands were tied. Well, mm-hmm. Zeke's were missing, but Aaron's hands were tied. So they, you ready to get out there? Yeah. Get out there. Yep. Where is the enemy? And Pierre like holds Gabby's hand, smiles at her like this like, wholesome smile, nods, and she like <laughs> flings around and points like Aaron. Aaron is the she enemy. She goes, the enemy is there. And she grabs Gabby right as the floor explodes. <gasps> Boom. And the jaw tightens. Bites Aaron's eggs off. Bites his legs off. Doesn't I get the whole eggs. thing. I said eggs. I meant legs. I don't yeah. know what just yeah. happened. Yeah. Like, Big I'll bite your eggs off. Yeah. Aaron's like, <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. I've seen worse. <laughs> but he gives him enough time to transform. Aaron does go into the Titan form. He, he transforms the Titan. And as he does,
realize that he it like makes this giant like smoke thing happen, mm-hmm. and then we see all the airships begin to fly. I called it. Look for the smoke. Watch the reaction video. I called it before it happened. You did. Well, right before that, Gabby is on the ground with Pick, and she's like, "You didn't betray us." Yeah, and Pick's like, mm, and then she goes, "Kinda." Well, I don't trust Marley, but I would never turn on my comrades. Look, and then they look up, and then you see the airships. Yeah, she's like the people who I have like fought and shed blood with. You yeah, know? which is a pretty limited amount of people. Um, and I'm guessing it's not like the terrible Marley and like overlords who are like you dirty Eldians go do that so the people that like her pit crew you know the people yeah. she's with yeah she most of which are with. dead now yeah. so it cuts really quickly to the the prison the wherever, where Armin and them are and Armin is the one oh, that yeah. she says oh it, it's begun the, the titans, titans are, are on the are, moon. are moving and I'm curious if he thinks that the rumbling is still happening or if or if he thinks that, like, what, what, well, they, what does he think is going on? They, by now, they know the sound of Titan transformations, and they just had two boom, boom, right in a row. So they know there's Titans fighting, at least. Yeah, I suppose. That, I don't know if they sense. think it's Pick, because they don't know anything about Pick. They don't know the Galliards there. So I would assume they would they would probably think the rumbling is happening. Yeah. Because they really have nothing else to go on. It could be. Well, at any rate, Galliard protects the... Protects, uh, Pick and uh, Gabby, Gabby there for a second from the expo- from Aaron's explosion because he yeah transforms mm-hmm. and then yeah goes up to the or this is where she says yeah there's no future I knew this wasn't going to be easy I thought you said there was no future in Marley and yeah I don't trust I don't trust Marley I trust my comrades I fight alongside the they and then they cut up to the airships and this is where the uh, Megath is there Megath, Megath is Reiner, there and Colt is there, be there. Reiner's there. there you I said he was going to be on the ground I said no I said he was going to be there I said on a ship a ship. Okay. Incredulity. Whatever. I didn't know there was going to be airships, okay? Is so, there? so all right, so they go back to the airships, and they're like, okay, there's our smoke signal. They've located him. Uh, let's get revenge for, for Liberio. Liberio. Yeah. Let's end this guy is the conversation going on up there. Mm-hmm. And it cuts back to Aaron, and he says, bring it on, Raina. He just points, flips around, taunts them, you know. Yeah, dude. And then that's the end, and we're yeah. like, Mappa. Bros, we like waited so diligently. We're like, okay, we can't wait to see what the preview is. Can't wait to see what the I thing is. I didn't think is. there was going to be one. First you, of all, you guys were so upset, I was and so I was shocked. just like, yeah. First of all, why you got two halves to one season? Why not just call like? Why isn't this actually season, season four? And the five? next one is season five. No, I'm saying this season. Oh yeah, because season, season three should, should be, have been two yes. seasons. Like, they, I don't, I don't understand your ways. There should be six seasons of this show. Anyway, all right, we got to get to predictions. That's the end of that. Uh, if you have not seen our reaction videos, other cool content goes up on YouTube, including the a little trailer thing that you may have saw earlier tonight in the live stream if you were there for that. So if you, can you catch missed that. it, you guys got to go watch it. It's on YouTube. Go subscribe to us over there. Beyond the basement, you can find us. Again, there'll be there's our, the podcast in full and other content. Um, email us. Telling us how much you hate all of our theories, <laughs> how wrong we are. or how, wrong how we are. awesome we are. Awesome if you'd like that, that's also an option. Yeah, whichever, we, whichever we you choose. Or that. if you're mediocre on that, you know, mediocre. That's not what I meant. In if between? you're if you're in the middle ground, yep. if you're neutral and you don't love us or hate us, you can still talk to us. We still want to hear from you. Dude, yes. we got some really wholesome emails that like totally made our day. For We're real. like crying. <laughs> and we, we had some really it. like legit good conversations with people and stuff mm-hmm. too. So that's that's why part of the reason we do the podcast because it's fun yeah. to talk about all and, this. And some of you guys have emailed us like hey you guys are completely wrong about this 
but we appreciate you keeping what you're doing. I'm like, dude, that's the, that's what we want. We want people who disagree, but also are respectful and kind. Like that is a world that we want to live in. Amen. Amen brother. The squad is awesome. Thank you guys. <laughs> the squad. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. YouTube, find, email us. We're still up on, over on Facebook. And if you have not joined us live, you still can. We will still be here. Sunday nights, finishing up season three. We're going to go through OVA episodes. And of course, Demon Slayer coming very soon. So it's if you coming. Don't want to hear predictions. Turn your phone off now because we're getting into it. And I'm going to start with my craziest one. Okay. The girl... Running through the field of flowers. Is Historia's daughter. Maybe. Like I'm that, pretty like sure. Ends, is, from is, the she's future. not your mirror. She ends up being your mirror. Something she's happens. royal. It's a time he's loop. royal. He's having future Titan because right before the owl's about to die, he's at the end of his term. He starts that so he has a future memory. He's like, oh, it's for Armin and Mikasa. I think... Zeke is having the same kind of moment. It's like shortly before his death. Even if it's not this death right now, he's towards the end of his term. He knows it's coming. He has a future. He has a a, a future vision right Through there. The paths. And what he's seeing is a little blonde girl. It's Historia's daughter. Okay, she's but a royal. What, but what is she going to do? I don't who know. Knows? Maybe she's. I didn't get that far. I right. just think that that's who it is. <laughs> that's, that's what I Rich, got. What okay. was your theory? I have a couple of them. Yeah. Go ahead. One of them is I'm wondering if one of the special things about Zeke and the royal blood is that it's only his spinal fluid that can change people into titans, and that's it. Like it's not just because for a long time I thought maybe anybody who was a shifter their spinal fluid could turn people mm-hmm. into pure titans, but now I'm starting to wonder just if him. maybe it's only royals so like Historia, Historia and Zeke her? can turn people but into does... pure titans, and that's why the Rice family were the only ones with. The fluid. The, the, the fluid. Oh. Do you think and Historia I think has that to be a Grisha Titan shifter? stole it from them. I think that she, in order to, yes, I think she'll have to turn into a shifter in no, order no. for. Do you think in order to like, for her spinal fluid to turn other people into pure Titans, she has to be a Titan shifter yes. like Zeke. Okay. Yes. So, so she can't do it right now. We didn't no. see a post-credit preview at all, dude. It just ended at the end of the credits. It went straight up to, to the menu. There wasn't anything. There was a, supposedly a 10 second trailer. Not on Ten ours. Second teaser? Um, on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, if if you guys don't okay. mind, I think the Fury posted it. Can we just watch it. it right now? Yeah, would you would you say? I can even I again? can pull it up. Full screen. There's birds. I can already see birds. I can see the birds. Okay, I'm just gonna watch it on my phone. Okay, go ahead. All right. Oh, that, we think there's, there's a little girl. There's the flower, the flowers, the, girl. the paths. All this time, for two thousand years. The tree. Someone. Attack and Titan, the final season, episode 76, Judgment, Judgment. scheduled to broadcast. Okay, I couldn't read it all. But that's it. That's it? That's the whole freaking okay, thing. Okay, go back. Go back to the um the, the thing where there's a thousand pieces. A thousand pieces? Like puzzle pieces? Yeah. Yeah, all the puzzle pieces. Yeah, let's just go slow. You want to turn it on like super slow-mo or something like that? Yeah, we'll, we'll go like half speed. You know, we should do a separate video for this. We'll break down <laughs> this whole should. thing. We always do. There's, there's that thing down. again. Uh, okay, I was waiting. Wait, wait, there's a little girl. They're all pointing at her. That's the redheaded girl. Yeah. That's who I think Ymir is, personally. That's who I think Ymir is, too. All this time. All this time for, for 2,000, 2000 years, years. It says... I'll break it down for you guys, don't worry. Someone. <laughs> that looks like someone, someone here. Someone. That's all? Come on. All right. That's not much of a teaser. There's really like not much to say about that. Yeah. That was. It says someone, and I agree that this thing always has to has to come down to one person. It has to come down to the paths and the tree. And Aaron the is going to be the one. Okay. You mean so here. my other idea, mm-hmm. my other theory, is that when Armin starts crying, she has just told him about how the power of the founding Titan is to transform the bodies of all the subjects of Ymir. 
So I'm wondering if Armin figures out the possible alternative that I just figured out, which is to change their bodies to not be able to turn into pure titans anymore. And that's why he's crying? And he's realizing that instead of instead of sterilizing all the Eldians, Aaron is going to just make it so that they can't ever become shifters or pure titans ever again. But then he has to kill himself so for some reason so they can't ever... He's like, Aaron's really not lost. He hasn't become a monster. He's just tricking them. Oh, and he's and he's noble. Because the only way for Aaron to have access oh. to the power of the founding titan... Sorry, I forgot oh, this was No one back. can see oh. me. <laughs> anyway, in order for Aaron to have access to the power of the founding titan, he has to have Zeke, who's the current royal titan shifter, touch him and draw out the power... And then once he's drawn out the power, then Aaron can use it how he wants to, which is mm. not to sterilize everyone and euthanize his people, but it's to change them so that they won't be the devils anymore. But how they does can he transform. Because right now, the world sees them as, he even said it himself, the world sees them as the people who can transform into titans. Yes, the subjects. If he takes mean. that away, if he changes that ability, if they can no longer turn into titans then they won't be the devils anymore. Well, the world is still going to hate him, but yeah. it, eventually, you can start to work towards changing the narrative because, look, yes. we can't do this anymore. Exactly. We're just like everybody else. Yeah, uh, Red is making a great point here. Once yeah, once Aaron makes contact with Zeke, it's completely up to Aaron what he does yes. with the power. That so I correct. think maybe Armin realizes what Aaron's actually up to, and that's the reason he's crying. Yeah. But because he's Armin, he cleverly disguises it so that Yelena will trust him more. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, random other theory about Zeke. Um, theory is that... He wipes his butt in a really unique way. Yeah. Well, we know that's true. Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> secret. He he is, in fact... I, well, like, he dies slowly. We get some. We get something else out of him. I think it would be a... I think it would be a grand, great plot shift to have it... He's done. Like, I think it would be crazy... He actually dies. If a rando... If an actual rando ends up with the Beast Titan, but it has the to be. Someone said it yards. has to be a baby. It has to be a baby. No, I'm saying that that Titan that just stuck him in the stomach. He thinks it's going to save him. That's oh. where you get digested, bro. That's oh. where they get your powers, anyways. When they digest your spinal fluid, right did, there. Did it, okay? We know Titans have all the same organs, right? As people, or Ish, maybe they but don't. They don't have a. They don't. Put, they don't they have vomit. reproductive system either. They have do reproductive. They? No, they literally just. So have there's like no a, way that they just okay. eat. I remember when Aaron was in the stomach of the Titan. That there was a bunch of bodies and stuff in there. They're all just like digesting in there. Yeah, that's yeah. where she freaking put him. You're right. It could be like a weird pregnant thing. I, that, that wouldn't surprise me either. That maybe it's, like, it's the only pure Titan with a uterus. <laughs> well, or just like yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying I could see like Zeke's got you know some serious like Titan mysterious titan bower things and I, he can make them climb trees that seems likely but i'm just saying it would be it would Zeke be is excellent the baby. <laughs> i thought i thought that's it was what i was be, saying i thought it was gonna be really great actually like when i thought that titan was gonna eat him i was like this is gonna get nuts justice so but then it just shoves him into its innards and i'm not sure if it put him all the way into its stomach or if it just like shoved him inside to protect him and like pete was saying use its body to heal yeah. himself faster who the heck knows what if Zeke is Historia's child <laughs> some weird stuff's happening <laughs> you guys cra- <laughs> this chat's popping off okay yeah okay what alright le- next random prediction so there's a bunch of loose ends that have not been tied up and things we haven't seen in a while obviously Levi is gonna be, have to be one of them yeah what do we think happened to um, Levi uh, Madam uh, Kiyomi 
Tazu Bitos and Huzuru, that whole storyline has yeah. got to come into play. They had that ship on the island, the airship, mind you, something that flies. I I thought it was going to come in, in this what season. What if it's a fighter plane? No, I seriously think it's going to be something like that. No, I think that we are going to see, for sure in this next season, I think we get into, we should do an episode where we just do predictions for next season. <laughs> for sure in the next season, I think we get into the the World War stuff. I think it's got to happen. I think, like I said, it's going to be six months. Yeah. If they have to do another kind of passage of time thing somehow, then so be it. But I'm almost positive we're going to get into that and we're going to see what I think is going to happen is I think that the kind of the era of human history that that, um, Isayama has placed this whole thing is right before nuclear warfare, which is the actual worst thing on Earth. And he's Japanese. He would know these people have this, this legacy, this history with this kind of technology. And so I think that that something like because of the intro and stuff like that has all the bombs and what yeah, looks like nuclear I was gonna explosions. Say, I don't think that this attack surprise attack is surprise attack is a surprise because Aaron says bring it on which to me means he was kind of expecting Reiner and his gang to show up mm-hmm. also there's that scene from the t- the original trailer for season four the final season where Yelena is standing yeah. on the wall and all five of those airships we just saw are blowing up yeah. Which means I'm pretty sure she has some kind of plan to blow them all up. Sure. So this is going to be a battle. Or some, Yeah, somebody does. They get, they get, I don't think it's going to go the they way that the other side is thinking it's going to go. Next, any of it. The next, battle, the next battle is a tough one to call. I'm not sure how it's going to play out. I still kind of stand by what I was saying before that actually, going back to our previous prediction, I think I did get it right. Remember I said, I think a fight is going to break out in Shiganshina yeah. and then that's where we're going to see Pick and Reiner and everybody and so I was right about that yeah. but that part I agreed happen. with that too. and I said that I think during that fight the non like Jaegerist crew have to make an escape in the chaos yeah, in the melee to Hizuru or to, to Marley yes, or someplace that somehow. makes sense mm-hmm. you think the small scale rumbling Aaron's actually going to like destroy all of Paradise I don't know I'm wondering if he's going to use the rumbling somehow to fight against Marley or the rest of the world I don't know. Yeah. That still makes me nervous. I I just like have this horrible feeling in my gut that Aaron is going to use the the Titans and the walls to like flatten part of the world and just be like, you need to do what I say. And I really hope that's not what he does, but. Well, I don't know about that. What I do know is that the Annie storyline is another loose end. No, nothing's been touched there. She'd be really great as a um, projectile. She's like this, like perfect crystal. Yeah, you could just chuck shoot her. her. You just use her to like take down. You know, Zeke's got a pitching arm. Take, you take out like three or four airships. Very possible. <laughs> what if Armin eats the jaw titan and then he just cracks her out of there <laughs> carefully? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Because Ar- his That's, his claws, yeah, the claws on, can scratch it too. Gellert's on the island right now, and mm-hmm. he's transformed right now. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody could go find Annie's crystal real quick and bring that sucker up there, <clears throat> Armin. Yeah. It could be done, yeah. yeah. Right, you could break her out somehow. Mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah. The, uh, so other loose end, of course, is Historia, who we've not seen basically at all. We've got one scene of her yeah. when she's pregnant with from somebody who we don't know who it is. That's got to get tied up. <laughs> Aaron. Yeah, is it Aaron? I don't know, man. I uh, just have a feeling. And wait, did I miss this during this episode? Didn't they mention something about her there being an error this episode? They said Historia's been blessed with an error. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about that, did we? That's part of Zeke's plan. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Yelena was explaining that to Jean. As long as there's a royal heir, then the power of the Beast Titan can be passed down to keep the rumbling an active threat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's until why told, To protect them until they're all just dead. Until, and, yeah, until so they, they wanted So to have, it seems like so her story pregnancy would be was, the, purpose, was on purpose. It was on purpose, and she would probably be the only one who could still have kids. 
And my what I'm saying is like, so does that mean she's in on the plan, on the euthanization plan? I don't know. That would explain why she looks so dang sad. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for predictions. I think we can end the end the, the podcast here. We love you guys. Thank you for sticking around. We will mm-hmm. be back next week. We will, in fact, be be back. We will have some hot content for you guys. Yeah. Season three, right? Yes, I think would like to do an episode where we review and really go over season four. I think that'd be worthwhile. Macro level. Yeah, kind of like zoom out a little bit and like hit each episode real briefly and say, okay, Mm -hmm. what can we actually see where this thing is going or not? Like, are we really going to get the super curveballs, or or is there some hints in there as this Yama has been wont to do in past seasons? All right, email us, find us on Twitch, find us on Facebook, all the places that you find us. You can, and obviously, if you're watching right now, if you want to just listen to the podcast, Spotify, all those places, and leave us a five star review. That's the most helpful thing in the world. And go visit greatanimedeals.com. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. All right. It's been great. Get your cups up. Shinzo's it's been great. We will see you soon. Catch you on the flip side, Have as a great they night. say. See ya. Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching and listening to our show, Beyond the Basin Podcast. If you all are enjoying it, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever else you listen to our show. Check out the description below for links to our awesome Attack and Titan merchandise. And join us live on Sunday nights on Facebook, for all of season four. And some of our best content is on YouTube, including me. So go ahead and check that out. And lastly, if you guys have any questions or just want to chat with us, please email us at beyondthebasinpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you guys in the next video.